This is the Gore Club Podcast with Steve Vessel, Ace, and Jeff Metal Dave. Who was that guy? Oh, fuck, man. Yeah, don't don't mess up my Zodiac. No, I mean, I. that's a fucking crazy unsolved thing that... In today's technology, we should already have figured out, man. It's just a push button, right? Just a click away. No, Steve, because like in the 70s, like you could say, fly to Chicago and just murder somebody. <laughs> and then go have some McDonald's. <laughs> or do it beforehand. Get your, that, get, that your, way... get your McDouble uh, and then get back on your plane and fly home. Yeah, there's no record. There's no record. It's great. It's fucked up. It's the 70s. It's the 70s. I was there. You were. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> oh. hey, how were the 70s, Steve? I don't know. I, you know, I had some kick-ass clothes. My, I had a, I had a Ben Cooper costume. Neither one of you probably did, fuckers. No, no, we were cool. Envy me. I didn't. I just had a trash bag, and I was a California raisin. <laughs> Is that fucking true? That's true. <laughs> you, guy, I'm not going to talk about your parents on this show, but we're just uh, we just kind of did. I mean, I, I used to, I used to try to make my own costumes, and like I remember one time I made a werewolf costume. Now I didn't make the mask because I wasn't. I was like fucking nine or something like that. And what I did is I went to Walmart and got some of those fake furs, and I just st- <laughs> I stole one of my dad's. Oh. I, st- I stole one of my dad's uh, button-up flannel shirts, and I just stuffed it full of fur. Oh, that's awesome! These big furry boobs. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) they're they're chesticles, man. They're chesticles. But but I I did that for like we had a we had a haunted house, and it was like fifth grade. So how old are you supposed to be in fifth grade? I don't fucking know. You're you're no no. It's like the fucking eleven. Yeah, was it eleven? Well, maybe I was eleven. I was fucking in the (laughs) fucking age. I don't I don't know. But I remember uh, we had this little haunted house, and like it's in the first graders do, and I'd scare the shit out of those kids. I made one of them pee himself. That's a dude, yeah. <laughs> you didn't even get paid for it. No, man. And then, uh, then I was like, I really like this, this scary stuff. Halloween memories. Yeah, the, man. The uh, the first costume I remember actually being a part of, like you know, when your parents were like, "Yeah, you can help this year." You're like, "Fuck yeah, I want to be Jason Voorhees." And mom was like, "I have failed. Yeah, I have totally failed as a fucking parent." And all she heard was Raggedy Andy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was great. We we, we went to uh, went to Airway or Zare. This is before it was like Target, and we got like one of those sock masks. Like they were like it was a brand new kind of like thing where they screen printed like a devil or a skull or something else. And I was trying to get this skull, this flesh colored sock mask, and all they had was the devil. So I was redheaded Jason, technically red. Headed on my skull with yeah. a, but I had a kick-ass hockey mask. So raggedy Andy, what do you man? <laughs> raggedy Steve, <laughs> raggedy Voorhees. Oh man, hey. I had the I had the Walmart Jason mask, which wasn't even that. It was just a plain hockey mask. Yeah, yeah. that glue in the dark. <laughs> Those are cool though. Like there, there are certain kinds that they 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 made them really well, and then after a while they started getting like this weird oval shape, yeah. like yeah. funky side. I don't know. Like what did he do? Just yeah, stuff I don't his know why mask? they did that. That was weird. That's ridiculous. It's like they turned it over. Yeah, I know. It just got wider, and like the the holes got square. Yeah, weird. Like the part five, so he could smoke in it. Yeah, <laughs> take his mask. You just stick it through the stick it through the square hole. Well, fuck yeah! This is our Halloween episode, and welcome to the Gore Club podcast, everyone. I'm Steve Vessel. I'm Death Metal Dave. I'm Ace. And uh, tonight we're going to go over one of our favorite Halloween movies, uh, Night of the Demons. Night of the Demons. But uh, before that, what did we? What? 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 
did we get into this last couple of weeks? So did you watch anything? Did you watch Malignant? Did, are you excited about the Halloween movie coming up? Are we did you watch anything about... shitty on Netflix or Tubi? Or I've watched a lot of stuff. I watched. I watched. I watched Malignant. Malignant. Oh yeah. yeah, and you did not like it, correct? It's not that I didn't like it. Here's my problem with it. Okay, Dave. All right. So James Wan just did this movie and just did whatever the fuck he wanted to do. He walked in there and said, hey guys, I'm going to make a horror film in the vein of Evil Dead. Well, that's how it's going to start. And then it's going to go into one of my one of my one of my scary ghost stories, and then we're going full fucking John Wick. Who's with me? And then <laughs> and people are just pulling out their checkbooks, just writing them as fast as they could. They're like, just take our fucking money. It's weird. Like the movie has no direction. Like it. Like it's so many different styles. And it's you know the the beginning. I was really into it. I was really into it. And then like thirty five forty minutes in, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It lost me. Like the beginning of it, I was kind of like, okay, this is going to be like another run of the mill, like 2000s horror movie. And then, like, in the middle of it, I just started getting real bored. And then it turned into like, spoiler alert, he's like the backwards man from time from Freddy Got Fingered, where he's like the backwards man, backwards man. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> wonder what that is. <laughs> is. And then I was like, oh, this is the greatest movie ever. <laughs> and all the parkour. He did a lot of parkour, Steve. Yeah. So you're trying to say he's like the Zack Snyder of horror right now? They're just going to give him money. Just, and he's gonna he's make the George whatever. Lucas of, of horror. Like, okay. like if you're if you're a fan of Star Wars and you saw the uh, was it episode episode two or well, it was episode three. Just name it. I don't well, even it was, know. What it was the one. Anymore. It was the one with the with the shitty diner scene. There's a special feature. Attack of the Clones. <clears throat> yeah, Attack of the Clones. There's a special feature where George Lucas is talking about we're going to have this '50s diner and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. And like everybody's just like stared at him, like what the fuck, and nobody will say anything. Nobody will say, "Well, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've heard all day." Yeah, it's pretty you know bad why? Because he's George Lucas. Anyway, he's like, you so... ever seen the end of Spaceballs? <laughs> oh my, but that looks better yeah. than the Attack of the Clones <laughs> diner scene. But that that that's what I, that's what I equate it to. Like he's just he does whatever he wants, and it's not that the movie was complete. I've seen worse. I've seen way worse, but. It just didn't do anything for me. There's like the, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, technical medical jargon in the movie, but I'm pretty sure whenever they're like, we took out part of the brain, but then we just kind of pushed the rest of it back in there. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, it's like, is that a medical term? You just push the rest of the fetus back into the, uh, the skull. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, God, this is great. But I did watch, I did watch some good stuff. I'm watching uh, Squid Game right now. Is okay. it? It's a what's that? It's a Netflix series. It's a it's a Korean Korean series. Um, it's hard to basically people are, are have, playing games to win money, but uh, if you lose, you get eliminated. Is there any tentacle porn involved? No, not I'm, a, I'm only on a, I'm only on episode seven of nine. So the hentai but, episode comes later. Yeah, but if you get eliminated, you die. And it's weird. It's sort of like it's uh, think of it like this: if uh, Jigsaw was like, "Do you want to play a game?" and you're like, "Yeah," and then a bunch of people died, and they're like, "No, fuck this, we don't want to play." And he's like, "Okay," because people can leave at any time. What the fuck? But Wait, I saw the trailer for this. It's actually, you know, I don't really want to spoil too much, but it's 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 really cool. I, I, okay, I, I, am, I am enjoying it. I can't wait for the American remake. Because <laughs> it's directed it's, by James Wan, it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want it to happen, but it's going to happen. Yeah, I saw the trailer of that, and it made me it reminded me of like a battle royale, basically television show. Yes, okay. well, there's no television involved. Well, I meant like the show. Oh, it's a series, correct? Yes. Okay, that's what I meant. Not the show, like nine parts. I don't know. I hope it wraps it up. I hope it's not like one of those fucking things where it just like ends and it's like check back next season. 
I don't want that. Well, the, with Japanese television, channel. right? With Japanese, they will just end something after a while, and then they'll pick it up four years later. That's just how it is. Oh, great! I'm glad I know this now. Yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah. told me this before. I want. I out. used to really, 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 really be into like Asian cinema, uh, especially in the '90s, because that's when you had that's what you had. You know, American shit was awful for the most part. So I really got into Japanese cinema and television, and that's when I started realizing like how much comes from manga and how you know, like they're they're comic book series over there and how they structure their television and i was like man it's really fucking i would drive me insane that's why these shows are all about death yeah. <laughs> and everybody's fucking wanting to kill each other yeah too many spoil too many too many cliffhangers yeah and they don't care about uh um like continuity a lot of the times it seems like this to me doesn't seem like it you know that that's the way that i understand how my shows and my movies work people complain about oh that doesn't that doesn't make sense from part one to part three and you're like fuck have you seen this show that you probably know that's ripped off from another show from japan yeah. or korea or the philippines there's so many fantastic movies and, and and shows that have come from those and the filmmakers are amazing so i'm excited because I, I saw that and i was like oh it's like battle royale but it's going to be like a television show yeah. And you made it sound way better. Yeah, I, <laughs> and I uh, like Battle Royale. I only I only started watching I it because I, I saw some pretty funny memes, and I was like, "What is this from?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Squid Game. That looks interesting. Let's just watch it." I did finally watch the uh, the movie you were talking about, our Gorefield fuck movie from last from last oh, episode. Oh, yeah. the Jaws episode. I finally watched that movie. Dave's Gorefield fuck rant. The yeah. uh, new Suicide Squad. Yeah, man, that movie's great. Yeah, it was great. I liked it. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> It was uh, a lot more like violent than I figured. It I, would what be. I said, like, yeah. people, like King Shark just fucking eats people. Yeah, <laughs> the like, other James, yeah. of horror is James Gunn, and I wish he would go back to making like just give one more horror film, like really hardcore, you know, Slither esque movie like that. Yeah. I mean, Slither is the shit. He may one day, who knows? But he's making that Disney money. The mouse is paying him. <laughs> Let him make his money. I they, want him to get to James Wan territory yeah. where he just makes some crazy movie after he gets so much success. It's happening. Exactly. It's going to happen, but I don't know if Disney will do that. He's like, I'm going to remake Street Trash. <laughs> I would totally fucking see that movie. I would buy it the, before yes. I. I would put fucking stock in that thing. All of his, all of his, you know, a lot of his movies have bombed until until I guess. Guardians of the Galaxy, really? Yeah. So uh, you, I mean, Slither did not make any money. It hurt him actually. It's a great movie. Uh, Tromey and Juliet. I think he just wrote that, and people were like, "Oh, this guy is going to write Scooby Doo," and then Scooby. Oh, the Scooby Doo guy is going to write Dawn of the Dead. It's like, did you see Tromeo and Juliet? This yeah. is going to be great. Yeah. And it was. And uh, I like his. I like how he's just like, "Fuck both of you studios, Marvel and 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 DC. I'm going to do whatever I want." And they're like, "No, you're not." And he's like, "This movie's going to make so much money." Yeah. And then they're like, "Okay, you can come back <laughs> if you want to." <laughs> yeah, write that dude a check, please. please. Keep keep him keep him working. So if you see James Gunn, say, "Hey, why don't you remake Street Trash?" <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure somebody's gonna listen to this and be like, "You motherfucker, no, don't remake Street Trash." But you know, he needs to remake the Toxic Avenger. To me, that would be a perfect perfect you know thing for him. Coming from his trauma, yeah. you know, and then how he goes back. I mean, Lord Kaufman's in most of his movies. If you look, well, they're already yeah, yeah they're already remaking. They are remaking. I, I mean, mean think, I want him. I to think do filming it. is done. Peter Dinklage is in it. <sighs> I'm kind of excited for this. I hope he's Toxic Avenger. I, I am don't not a, re- a hater of remakes as our first, as I, I think it was our first episode ever on the Core Club podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, there's so many that are so fucking great. But we're not going to harp on those, Steve. You know what we're going to harp on? Night of the Demons. Which also has a remake. <laughs> Which also has a remake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Night of the Demons, 1989. What a segue. 
Yes. Yeah. Now this was this is a weird production. We'll get into the production. We're going to just kind of go through the plot. Uh, but while we're here, if you are on the Gore Club podcast and any in any application uh, or platform, please go to YouTube and subscribe and like to our channel. We're trying to get that going. And on there, we're doing all kinds of uh, Gore Club uh, pa- podcast with benefits episodes now. Uh, Ace and I just did a went to a haunted house. I'm going to edit all that together. Uh, we did, did the media night there. So, but on to Night of the Demons. Released in Detroit in September 9th, 1989. Detroit. Detroit. Just Detroit. Detroit. A very limited release. They were like, we can only release this in one town. Where? It's between Columbus, Ohio and Detroit. <laughs> Detroit, it is. Detroit. We're not Detroit. There's fucking fake trailers. Of, like, at least we're not Detroit. Oh, my God. So they, they did like the old school sort of jump on the train and take it to the next town sort of thing with this movie. Yeah. And that's why I didn't make a whole lot of money. But they projected it to make... Like sixteen million in its first weekend, if they had had a released release, it properly. Yeah. Oh, if it if it had made the money that it made in just from Detroit opening weekend, it would have been the highest grossing horror film of that year. Ow. Yeah, it would have. It was the best thing to happen to Detroit since RoboCop. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> just shooting everybody in the dick. <laughs> just shoot everybody in the dick, Angela. <laughs> Angela, the dick shooter. Uh, directed by Kevin Tenney. Uh, written by Joe Augustine. Now he, I think he's involved in all of them. Uh, it's his story. It's his idea. Um, let's see. The music is by D- Kevin Tenney's brother Kevin, and it's fucking great. The score is yeah, the music's great. It, it really is. It's even from the very beginning, from that opening scene, that animated uh, uh, beginning, which they didn't originally want. They didn't think they had money because Kevin was like, "I could use this money for another shot." And yeah. then the producers are like, "We really want to do this opening yeah. at least." Give people an understanding like we 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 care about yeah. this movie. Uh, the DP is David Lewis. He he's also in. He also did, worked for Pee Wee's Playhouse. Uh, he oh. did Leprechaun three and four. Good transition. <laughs> the best ones, right? <laughs> <laughs> and the special effects, of course, most people know her by Steve Johnson, Linnea Quigley's not husband at the time. This is this, this is the the. The set they met on. Yeah, they met. Yeah. They met while he was casting her boobs. Oh, boobies! Yeah, yeah. yeah. What a weird way to go, meet. Go to the trailer and meet your future husband. Yeah. Hey, he did some wonderful effects for this movie. He did, and this movie. He. Uh, I don't know if you all have anything to say about this, but he. This was his baby. Uh, he worked for Boss Films. He worked for uh, Rick Baker. He's done. He's worked on all the movies we love: The Howling, Ghostbusters, all these little things. And then this was the first movie he got fired from. I cannot remember the name of the movie he was working on right before this. He got fired from it. And this was his baby, and they didn't give him hardly any money. So he didn't spend any money on his on food, himself, housing. He did like the whole Rob Bottin on the Howling thing where he just stayed yeah. there and did all the effects himself and almost died. <laughs> As the way Rob Bottin almost fucking died yeah. on, that, on the set of, of the thing. And that's why these effects look so good, and they still stand up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they look great. Um, but uh, speaking of, I, th- I feel that we have to mention mention with uh, Kevin Tenney is that you know he did Witchboard before this. He's he's he, I think I would say he's the master of uh, demons and witches. Witches, <laughs> yeah. He just he did because he did Witchboard, Night of the Demons, Witch Trap. Oh yeah, Corey, can you hand me that little standy over there? Go ahead, Dave. And then the and then later on he does the arrival too. I don't oh, know that's what that the has one. To do with it, but oh no, what what is this? It's actually my old video store, Standy Witch Trap. Oh, oh, nice. Isn't that cool? That is really cool. I forgot I had it. Actually, it's the, uh, the, the back flap that helped stand it up is gone. But you, when you mentioned that, I was like, holy <clears throat> shit, I forgot about it. I've got that. I, yeah. I, I borrowed this from my dad's store 45 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think by law it's yours now. I think so. <clears throat> 
But uh, yeah, I just wanted to mention that. I mean, because he did, you know, Witch Trap, Witchboard, and there was several sequels of Witchboard. Yeah, he wasn't a horror movie fan actually. He yeah. he understood his favorite movie. I think is the the, like, the Exorcist. As far as the horror genre is concerned. So that's about as mainstream as you can get when it comes to people who don't know anything about horror movies. He shot this movie in all long lenses because he wanted to look good for even how much they didn't have. And you can really tell when you go through the rest of the series or even just movies made at that time. Everything is shot in a really long lens. And some of the scenes, they have to be outside of the house shooting through a window to look like they're in the room. God. Yeah, because the lens is so it's it's a long lens. Yeah, <laughs> it takes up so much uh, uh, of your of your what you're looking at. It's compared to a widescreen, which is like what the Coens use when everything looks really goofy when you get up on somebody's face, like yeah. in, I don't know, Raising Arizona or the Adams Family. It's the same guy. Uh, why do if you you know if you know anything about lenses, which I know enough about. I mean, I've been on film sets and I love lighting and I love I love cameras, but. I love uh, learning things about people and about these things and why it's like, why does this look so much better than a movie that was not shot on video of the same time? And there you go. Yeah. Nerd rant. <laughs> well, I, mean, I just jerked off Kevin. Yeah. yeah. The, the budget for this movie was only like $1.2 million. Mm-hmm. And it looks really good for a $1.2 million movie. Even in like 80s dollars, that's like nothing. Yeah. And they shot this movie in Hull House, in, yeah. that, in that house. It looks great. I mean, it looks, I mean, compared to like the remake... Whose budget was like ten million dollars? Oh, I know. We'll get to that <laughs> one. So much better. Not yeah. to jump ahead, oh, but Jesus Christ. But I guess we should dig in. Let's just do like the the little plot here. Let's talk about it. Oh man, the, the beautiful animated scene. And now that was friggin'. I, I wrote it down because I that never. I just really needed to know who animated this thing. But it, her name was um, fuck. What's her name? Kathy Lizaninsky uh, or whatever. She actually was working for Disney at the time, working on Ursula. <laughs> for a Little Mermaid, and they and this is her only thing that she's ever done in the horror genre that I know of. She did the whole scene, the whole animated scene. Hmm. Right. And she was inspired by Fantasia. I like you're like all right, <laughs> it makes sense. I mean, you yeah, look, you look at, at, it, at it, you see Fantasia. Yeah. So, and then it dissolves, and then we get what you we get, get introduced stooge. to Stu. You get introduced to the fucking assholes. <laughs> He's just the worst human being on the planet. You know what? I don't. Shit, I don't love I don't, him. I don't know if Stooge is the worst piece, first person on the planet. He doesn't respect every woman in the movie. He's just like. Hey, bitch. Fuck you, bitch. Yeah, like the whole movie, I'm like, you suck. I would not want to hang out with you. What's the Freddy character from, uh, uh, God damn it, uh, uh, Rick and Morty or whatever? <laughs> oh, God. Something scary. Scary Terry. Yeah, scary Terry. bitch. Well, you meet him. you want, bitch. You meet him and, uh, was it Roger? And, yeah, you meet Roger. And uh, what's her name? <laughs> In the movie, her name is Helen. Helen, that's yeah. right. That's her real it. name is Allison Barron. And Barian, and that's it's that's funny that you bring that up because so many people don't remember anybody's names in this movie. No, uh, you yeah. had to write down. Yeah, I wrote, your, yeah, I yeah go glad. ahead. Yeah, I was because I wrote down a bunch of names because I was like, I never remember what name besides Stooge. <laughs> that's the only person's name I remember. I never even remember. Hal that. Havens. It was Stooge. Yeah, I never even remember that the Linnea Quigley's name was Suzanne in the movie. Suzanne. <laughs> I was like, her name is Suzanne. I've seen this movie ten times. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that makes sense. Uh, I mean, okay, the guy that plays uh, Max is Philip Tanini. Uh, Jill, Jill Tereshita is Franny, and she's dressed as Peter Pan, and Max is a surgeon, I suppose. Yeah. It's Doogie Howser. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. He's, Do- he's Doogie Howser. I mean, that's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> it was the 80s. I guess he was Doogie Howser. I don't and, and know. And speaking of the costumes, like, it's never really established. Like, what is Angela? Angela is the person that introduces them and invites them to the whole house for their Halloween party, which doesn't make any sense because, wow, they got invites and nobody else did because. Yeah. She's the weird girl in history class. Yeah, no. In real life, these people do not hang out together. Fuck. 
No. Like I would ne- like none of these people would just be like, I want to go to that weird goth girls party with four other people. It's They're it. like, hell yeah, let's go do that. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Breakfast Club for goth kids. No, 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 no. no. Okay. No. <laughs> that, 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 you know, you you get introduced to you give Sal, Sal, because he, he runs up on that old. You see the old man walking down the street, and, yeah. just, yeah. da, 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 and he just walks up first in the first fucking fake jump scare of the movie, which there's a billion of them in this movie. <laughs> he throws a rat at him. He's like, ah, and the guy drops all his shit, and he's like, you goddamn kid, you damn kid. Yeah, I don't remember they what. Moon him. Yeah, I don't remember what fucking Sal. Oh yeah, and then the fucking car rolls by. Yeah, and they so moon him. what happens is we get introduced to Stooge, uh, uh, Helen, and Roger. Shit, that happens first. Yeah, they 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 moon the old man, and of yeah. course they're just basically this man will come into play later. But he's just like, I didn't do anything. Fuck you, old kids. Look what you're doing to this holiday. That's full of mischief okay whatever anyways and then sal fucking scares the shit out of him he drops all of his groceries and that's when we know that something's wrong with this guy yeah yeah he drops all his groceries like god damn it and then fucking judy judy (laughs) judy judy Judy, which we establish is the virgin she's so sweet judy the virgin comes up and is like can i help you sir and he's like fuck you get away from me kathy podwell (laughs) yeah get the fuck away from me and she calls him a whore and all she's like the fuck? Yeah, she's like, I don't want to help you anyway, and just fucking walks off. But that's when you see this is weird, and they they bring this back up later. They just don't they don't drop it. The guy's got razors and apples. Didn't. He's got yeah, razors and apples. He's got a mock. Sorry, there wasn't a joke. There. It was real. No, dun, dun. Dun. <laughs> and he and we've already established that he hates kids. So this dude is going to kill kids at some point. He's going to take the Halloween, uh, the Halloween. Uh, what is it? The legend of the, myth. Of yeah, the, check your candy. Myth. He's going to take it to the next Which level. Didn't that, didn't that actually start with Halloween 2, with the whole act? Because there's like the scene in Halloween 2 where the kid has the razors stuck well, in yeah, his mouth. Well, yeah, I thought it was a direct homage to yeah, me, to yeah. be, you know, from me. It's like, it's apples, and it's a razor, and this is yeah. a horror movie, and it's a Halloween night, Halloween 2. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought that Maybe whole I urban... Maybe I just made that connection because I'm a nerd. <laughs> yeah, I thought that whole urban legend just started with Halloween 2. Well, the urban legend started because it was real. There was a yeah. real person who, I think he poisoned... Uh, his family's candy and was like it was like oh, a, the yeah, uncle yeah, or yeah. some shit. Yeah. I should have well, looked it up before we started was it, this. Was it apples? <clears throat> no, I think it was just candy. Just candy? Oh well, that's 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 no good because it was just apples. Apple. Right? Yeah. Right? No, I can <laughs> shoot you in schools a million times, and we, you know it's not guns, but one guy fucking poisons his family. Jesus! And now the whole world's got to be like. Take your candy to the hospital. Was that a thing with you all? Like, oh yeah, yeah. Had to, like, oh yeah. Get your candy X-rayed. Get your to, like, get, get all those gamma rays in your body. <laughs> yeah, this is safer. Come to our church for trunk or treats. Mm-hmm. We're going to ruin Halloween for you. <laughs> anyway, so uh, then we then then we meet our our other two stars. Yeah, she 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 goes home. Then we meet. Um, oh, Go ahead, Dave. We meet uh, Amelia Kincaid and Linnea Quigley's character. We're at the quick stop. That's right. We're at the quick stop. We're quick stop. So we got Angela and Suzanne. And the first thing, first, the first shot you see of uh, Linnea Quigley, booty. First her, shot, uh, her ass. It's, we meet her ass first. It's yeah. fucking amazing. Now let's talk, let's talk about the product placement in this scene that they didn't pay for. <laughs> Nobody will forget Tide ever again. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was like, oh! My mom was like, what? I was like, nothing. Tide. <laughs> I can't tell you. I've got a... Booty I've, and Tide. I've got a weird boner every time I see a Tide box. Yeah. But no... no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So so she's distracting. Yeah, she... Okay, thank you. Go she ahead. She is distracting the clerks. So Amelia Kincaid 
can steal everything. She has a cartoonishly large sack that she's stealing <laughs> stuff with. It's like I got a pillowcase. I'm just walking into this. There store are here. lots of parallels between this movie and a Scooby Doo episode, and I'll point them out as we go. That's one of them. <laughs> she steals enough food for the spread to l- later on in the haunted house to look amazing. I'm like, I don't yes. think you have enough room in that little pillowcase. I think it's nice that she just wanted to like provide food for the party. Yeah. I mean, how many parties did you go to in high school where they had like a full spread of food? It None. was usually just a cooler that somebody dumped a bunch of red stuff into with a bunch of moonshine. Some fucking yeah. pure grain. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe some St. Ives special brew if you're They happy. had a whole spread in there. Deli meats and everything. I know. Jesus. She, and she got enough to make it look beautiful, but not when you're watching her literally run up and down the aisle just dumping shit. In, into her sack while and then quickly shaking her butt while the clerks are going, I like booty. Yeah. <laughs> so so she used it to her advantage. Yeah. It so, works. It did work. And it did she work. does the whole, do you all have, what is it? Do uh, you all have any sour bombs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't get too many blowjobs. Yeah. And she does that voice throughout the whole movie, which I love. Oh, yeah. I always yeah. thought that was her natural voice until we interviewed her. And I was like, oh, you don't actually talk like that in real life. No, no, no. Because, like, every movie she kind of does that, like, hi, I'm Linnea Quigley. Like, yeah, in every movie. That's not her at all. And I love that. I always love that she does that. Yeah. And what Ace is referring to is that uh, we had her on the Eagle Club podcast. Oh, two months ago. And yeah. then uh, we brought her into town. And Dave and I did a Q&A live with her and went through her whole uh, filmography. And I just recently asked her, because I never thought about it, which is funny. I'm, I'm glad everybody's bringing this up. I just texted her. I was like, what the fuck were you in Night of the Demons? Okay? You've got maybe the evil witch, maybe the evil, like the black wedding dress Angela's wearing. Yeah. You've got weird Peter Pan. You've got the surgeon. <laughs> you've got the black pirate. you got Stooge, who's the punk yeah. rock pig. She's you got ballerina. Helen, who's like a goddess, I guess. Yeah. And then, is she a ballerina? She's a ballerina. Is she a ballerina? Is she Bo Peep? It says ballerina in the remake of Night of the Demons. Yeah. But I don't remember ever being mentioned in any... Is it in the movie? I don't think no, so. No, they never established it. I literally text her. She's like, I don't know. I thought it was just a cute dress. I, think I was like, what the fuck, Linnea? <laughs> I don't think her and Angel. I never really think of her and Angel being dressed up in the movie. I yeah. thought that's just how they were. Oh, the, the, the best description of Angela's costume, uh, I read, um, I forget where I read it, though. Susie so, Sue? No, somebody said, <laughs> that's somebody, actually somebody said cool. she was dressed like Renona Ryder from uh, from Beetlejuice. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, she, she is wearing that beautiful red yeah. like fucking wedding dress. But, I mean, Beetlejuice came out after that. Didn't yeah, it? It did. Yeah, so yeah, it did. That it doesn't hold sense. water, people. It doesn't hold water. Anyways. Idiots. Idiots. <coughs> so then we get to... We got Angela and Suzanne talk about, oh, this party's going to be fun. Yeah. And then we go back to the house. Oh, my God. Judy's house, which is weird because you have this scene where she goes into her bedroom, right? Wait, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, she gets... Now, I'll, I'll let you go to that part, but like she, she calls Jay Jansen. She calls him by his full name the whole time in the movie. Um, to, and I guess he's the cutest boy in school right now. So they figure out that hey, we're going to go to this Halloween party. And she's like, awesome. Because, you know, because obviously the dance is for nerds, as he says. I'm like, yeah. that's funny because I thought it was all the way around. Like, I thought all the cool nerds went to, like, house parties and you morons who wear, like, sweaters, sweater vests and look like you're dressed up like Miami Vice, which yeah. he does. He looks like he's fucking Crockett. He's a, he's a total chit. Yeah, he doesn't wear a costume. <laughs> and then we, we all go to the weirdo uh, Halloween co- uh, parties and she... She's like, well, who was it? And he's like, that's when he brings up, oh, it's Angela. He's just like, the only Angela I know is the weird chick from history class. That's right. And then we understand it's at Hull House. Now, I actually wrote a thing about Hull House. I don't want to go on about it a little bit. 
We learn about the party being thrown at Angela, the weird girl in history class. Haha, <laughs> I'm not redundant. At Hull House. Hull House dates back to the time of the Native Americans. The land does. It saw it as what? I'm going to keep going. Oh, just, it, just tally marks. They say it as the place, the land is impure. It has an underground stream that departed the city and it wraps around this land, by the way. I didn't know the streams go in circles, but I guess they do. Um, and then the white man settled in there with a young brave. That part always kind of didn't make sense to me. There's a story in the movie and then there's stories that you can find online. So was, did he adopt a young brave and then, I'm sorry, take the land? I don't know. Is that a part of the part? I don't know. They they don't explain that in the movie. It's very, yeah, that's why I had to kind of like dig around on the internet for some bullshit on the whole house. Yeah. And then uh, if you have anything to add, please do, because as most internet things, it's like there's so many different versions. The bullshit story that guy tells about this house where he's sitting there and he's like, well, you know, like Brave and the Squaw and the Native Americans and all this stuff. It was like the same story that guy told and Jason lives where he's like, you yeah. see, like the squaw. I'm like, quit saying the word squaw. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're a triggering ace. Um, so then, okay, so then a white man, young and a young brave. This is, this is, I actually kind of like copied this from uh, two different pages that I found. So he settled down in the area with his family, and the family ended up dead, except for the boy who ended up being possessed by the demons that reside there. On Halloween night. Then, years later, the old man Hull purchased the land and was re- and he renovated into a home funeral, a, a home, a funeral parlor, and a crematorium. Right next to the cemetery. <laughs> Very convenient. <laughs> yeah. If I was going to build a crematorium, it'd be right next to the cemetery. Right. Saves so much gas. <laughs> so, however, the old the old man Hull and his family were slaughtered by an anonymous killer within the family. That that's very vague as fuck, I guess. Um, on, on Halloween night, and so the legend of Hull House is created there, and it never stops, and then it stays inside the walls of the house, and then it's whatever. It makes no sense. But as long as you can make it out to, to the morning, you're fine. These kids don't really know any of that. Yeah. Mm. And now they're going mm. to go there. Mm. Did they not know? I don't. Uh, <laughs> well, 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 we will, we will progress to that. But we have to talk about the creepy scene in her bedroom. Yeah, th- that's what because you, sorry, I just went off. <laughs> no, you went, you went off, the, you went off the rails. But so she, like, t- she hangs up on Jay. Yeah, she hangs up on him. She's like, I'm gonna go get changed, and she's wearing like very see-through bra lingerie. It's your second ass shot, by the way. Yeah, and she goes full, ba- uh, full, you know, burden nest. Yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> then she hears something in her closet. She goes to open it, and it's her brother in a really cool Fulci zombie mask, by the way. Oh, it's it's, it's badass. <clears throat> but uh, then he starts commenting on her on her tits. He's like, <laughs> bodacious boobs, Bodacious <laughs> boobs. It's her yeah. fucking brother hiding Which out is... in the closet watching his sister get undressed. By the way, if you look in the mirror, her windows are open. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw this video on Pornhub once. The blinds are open, probably from a different perspective, right? I, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, it's, it's just a very, very weird interaction between her and her brother. Except in that video, she was stuck in something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those are weird videos on that man. Not that I watch them, but I know what you're talking about. That's so fucking rapey. It's just this whole scene is very strange, and, and like they wrote it and like this is gonna be funny. Am I? Okay. Okay. This they is did weird. the same thing in that movie Elves. Yes, that's right. And it's even creepier in that movie. <sighs> and I was like, well, there's so many. There's another. I think there's a. There's at least a third movie that I can't think of right now where it's the same thing where the brothers like looking at his sister. I'm like, God, this. Why do they keep putting this in movies? Like, <laughs> it's like every director's like, remember when you were a kid and you spy on your naked sister? And everybody's like, no, no, I no, no I don't remember that. It didn't happen. It at might all. have been my my friend's naked friend, like my sister's <laughs> naked friends, but that was like that's a different story. Yeah, and that's a different story. Yeah. And then you get introduced to the mom. 
Now this was uh, her, Eric, Karen uh, Karen Erickson. This is her last movie, and then she was in Count Yorga. I think she was in the Return of Count Yorga as well, or I might have just maybe flipped that around in my head. Um, but I just remember her face, and I looked her up, and then she makes those amazing poop. <laughs> those fudge poops fudge logs, fudge logs. oh yeah. yeah i'm sorry guys they're fudge poops yeah she offers one she offers one to uh what's his name to uh, sal which no is... to jay when he comes in oh, sal right. doesn't come in because because oh, right. the, the brother goes out because sal is outside yeah and he's all like hey uh he says, go get your sister because he's he, he's a very like cliche italian guy canadian yeah. tuxedo <laughs> canadian tuxedo with the, oh. with the denim he's like denim yeah. on denim he's like bring your sister out i got a snake for it a handle if you know what i mean he's just like <laughs> why the fuck would you say that well the brother goes up to him and he says judy's getting ready for a date butthole <laughs> which is hilarious oh man there's some good one it's in great movie. He, he threatens him and steals his like a hundred dollar halloween mask yeah i'm not i'm telling my mom yeah, that's, yeah, that was a really cool mask. It was. I was very, very upset that he stole it, but you know, whatever. Fuck that guy. So then he 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 figures out where they're going for Halloween. But that's yeah, you're right. There's like the uh, we get introduced to the mom. Jay comes in, <laughs> says no thanks to the duty, yeah, and no then thanks take, to the shitlocks because it looks like it. Takes, they did that on purpose. <laughs> it just looks like a little piece of shit on a tray. It looks horrible. Dry poodle turds. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got some lemonade too. You want some lemonade? <laughs> no thanks, mom. And I love it because the son's just like, he's such a dick. He's like, Mom, it looks like poop. Yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting. Yeah. If, if your mom makes you some treats like that, you got to eat at least one, even if it looks like shit. Uh, Remember that, kids. It's, uh, the more you know. If you don't know what we're talking about, think of a Tootsie Roll just smashed on the ends like a like a joint. <laughs> Put looked, that on a tray. Like <laughs> you, you left it on the dashboard of your car all summer. Uh. <laughs> So they, they, they leave, and they take off in Jay's badass fucking Mustang, by the way. I love the cars in this movie. I even like Stooges' little punk rock fucking whatever the hell kind of, like Dotson or some yeah. shit. I don't know what that is. I would have drove the shit out of that spray-painted punk rock monstrosity. sweet Exodus yeah. sticker on the side yes, of the Yes, that's another thing. There's so many like uh, bands that they get away with, uh, like they're... Like their logos are all over the all over the movie, and their music's not in the movie, so you know they didn't pay for it. Like Exodus, yeah. who else? TSOL. Uh, Fear. Oh, you got a list? Uh, yeah, yeah, I wrote down Fear, COC, TSOL, and Exodus are the ones I'll notice. You know, those there. people were just like, they saw the movie, they're like, oh shit, our fucking logo's in it. They were excited. They didn't care. Right. They didn't have, you know, no. lawyers to attack anybody. Yet. They weren't Kiss. Yeah. So, so anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyway, I like that we didn't give Kiss a fucking word like just tr- crickets, motherfucker. Just, yeah, Gene, that dude will sue you if you use the wrong dollar sign. He he probably true story. Gene Simmons will find this podcast and sue us just for saying Kiss. Just for saying Kiss. <laughs> said it twice. You owe me fifty bucks. Right. Whatever, man. If you've seen Scooby Doo meets Kiss, it's not uh, great. Again, Scooby Doo references. So they go, they go to Hall House. Yeah, and uh, and uh, Stooge and Roger and. Uh, What's her name again? Helen. Helen. Their car breaks down. Their car breaks down. And here comes fucking Peter Pan and Doogie Howser. (laughs) (laughs) And they pull up. They're like, hey, you guys need a hand? And then they're like, yeah, yeah. And they just start clapping. (laughs) And then they drive off. Yeah, the cool kids. Why are are these people partying together? I don't know. I don't understand. Yeah. No, they don't. At this point, they don't know. That's what, like, when you see the remake, they try to explain a little bit more. She's on her computer and she's. Picking the invite list and whatever, and she's making a huge Halloween bash. In this film, how did Angela pick these people to come here? Now, it's not even established about how the powers of the house work or the, how they work outside yeah. of the house. What the fuck, Angela? Is, I mean, is this like her death list? 
Is it? I don't She's know. just putting on her black lipstick going, okay, JJ. <laughs> just people I hate. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Judy. These are people that she wanted to get to know better, Steve. And yeah. that's what she did. She got to know him a lot better by inviting him to her to a party at an abandoned crematorium where a house was where, in a house where people were murdered by a family. By a whole family. The yeah. whole family got murdered. Demons. You know, recently, within memory. I know, it's like the legend is, is alive. This isn't like Crystal Lake where everybody forgets shit every other year. This is this is stuff that people remember. They so, didn't rename Hull House, you know, Crystal <laughs> yeah. Lake Memories or, or you know, <laughs> I don't know, what, what was it, what, what's the good, uh, like Cabrini Green Part 2? Yeah. It's different, we just renamed it all. So they get so they get to the house. They all eventually get to the house. And uh, there's the establishment, and this is where they talk about the running water. Yeah. They're like, they're like, uh, they have, they have a little conversation about like, Oh, well, Max yeah. takes Judy over to the yeah. wall. Yeah. She yeah. says, his oh, stethoscope. Oh, you can, you can, you can hear the water. And it's just a like, stream. She's like, Oh, it's a stream. It's supposedly that demons can't cross a stream. If it's it can, if running, of running water. No. And that just made me think like, so you're telling me I've got like, Two garden hoses, right? <laughs> <laughs> Say I've got two garden hoses. Ha, I gotcha. <laughs> Demons can't get through. I guess not. But it's not really a stream, Dave. It's cheating. It's kind of like Ghostbusters. You don't want to cross the stream. Oh, Except God. in Ghostbusters, you don't cross the streams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awful. Hypothetically, <laughs> hypothetically, if I want to save somebody from a demon, I start peeing in front of them. I don't, I don't get it. And a demon can't go, go through it. Because it's a stream of pee, right? Yeah. It's okay. A, it's a, oh, your literal sense of the word stream. Okay. I don't know how this works. The thing about like, as much as I love demonology and 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 dark <laughs> dark arts, uh, I what I know from these kind of things, it's like there's like these, there's certain rules when it comes to demons, and I think it even leads over to vampires because that's been used in the vampire lore too. You can't cross a running stream. They, it's yeah. barely used in in vampire movies because they're like, well, that means like, I guess I'm stuck in uh, Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh, well, you're fucking fucked. You're yeah. going to be stuck in Pittsburgh the rest of your life. You know, <laughs> stuff like that. It's just, it just doesn't make sense. So they don't really talk about it. But that's like, it's like it's like cast iron or cold iron, like all these little things. Like yes. there's even herbs, like, you know, wolfsbane and all this other shit. Yeah. I think this kind of bleeds over from that. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And I think, I thought they used the iron in they, the remake. No, they use it in this one, I thought. Oh, wait, no, it's in the remake. They yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Edward Furlong beat somebody with a board or a Let's rail stop or... talking about this remake. Okay, Let's get on yeah, with it. Yeah. Little Eddie Furlong. <clears throat> little, little Eddie. Mm, we'll get to that. <laughs> and it's great because the, the establishing shot of Hull House is a matte painting. Uh, it's a gla- one of those old school glass matte paintings. It's actually not there. There there are the there, the house is there, but it doesn't look that epic. Anyways, right. I just wanted to add that because yeah. I love that shot. I love so, just seeing a matte painting in a movie. <laughs> Ace is just a fan of a matte painting. It could be any movie. Just yeah. put a matte painting we'll in. See it. that matte God painting damn it. in the background. But yeah, he uh, he says, "Hey, Judy, come over here and listen to the stream. Listen to my, my, my doctor's uh, instrument. It's called a stethoscope." Yeah, he was and very smart the, about it. <laughs> I guess he got a real stethoscope for his uh, costume. Not, right. a, not a not a not a. And then one. they then they then they managed managed to have a good party they for a minute. Inside. They go inside. They're dancing. They get a strobe light. Fucking this is. This, this party's raging. They got their spread of food. Spread of food. They got, they, they got their strobe light, and they're they're dancing for a while. They got Stooges kick-ass uh, boombox. Yeah. Like, I used to have one like, like, it's, like yeah. that. It's great. And guess what? 
fucking power goes out. I don't even know where they're getting power. <laughs> well, from. Yeah, Why say, does that house have power to begin with? <laughs> Who's paying the electric bill on Hull House? gas. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. I mean, maybe he had lots of batteries. Maybe he forgot to change his eight C C size batteries. In well, yeah, boombox. that's the thing is that in the film he doesn't. It's not plugged in. He's like, ah, oh, I just charged it the other day, or I just put new batteries. I cannot yeah. remember at this point because it's been a week since I've seen this movie. Um, but yeah, he's he's upset because it should have power. I'm like, yeah, demons don't like it. They suck it. They suck all the power. Then suck your souls. Suck your semen. Suck your power. That's right. Then she has the angels like, I've got a great idea. Somebody find a mirror. We're gonna have a seance. And walking around, <laughs> and I think Roger sees a mirror, and he fucking screams. So Roger's already establishes the character that I like the most. He's the black pirate. He's the he's, only sensible person he is, in the movie. He is the most relatable horror character that I've ever seen in my life, because at the first fucking sign of danger, he's like, nope. Yeah, like, I'm gone. leaving. I'm that. getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> so, Actually, I think during the seance scene, he he, he decided, he decide, he, they're like, we're going to do a seance. He's like, fuck that. And he's just like, I'm going to be in the other room. So they all, so Roger goes to the other room and they all sit there and Angela's like, look into the mirror and you can see your future self. And they're looking and then you get this giant puppet head yeah. demon. <laughs> the biggest <laughs> teeth you've ever seen. It's uh, yeah. It's, it's a Steve it, Johnson effect. He's actually <clears throat> almost, it's a. Uh, very close to like a almost like a sock puppet with a really elaborate like latex mask on top of it. And if you look, if you ever seen pictures of it outside of the movie, it looks amazing. No matter what they did to this fucking thing in the movie, it looks like shit. Yeah, it, it looks bad. It didn't yeah. look great in the movie, but I'm sure they spent a lot of time they on did, it. They did, and it makes me really sad. And it gets a gold star for effort. Yeah. <laughs> good, like... good job, Steve Johnson. So, so they see this, and then... Uh, the mirror smashes. The, the mirror, no, yeah, uh, yeah uh, Judy. Judy's the one that, that sees it and yeah. screams, and then the mirror falls over and smashes, and Angela's like... Bullshit. You, were... <laughs> I like you had to put your hands on his on his yeah. before you said it. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. You know, and she's she's all upset. Like, who brought this fucking chick anyway? And I'm thinking the whole time, like, you only invited seven people. What are you talking about? Right. And one of them is your only friend. Yeah. Who obviously so, is, I guess, is the school whore. Yes. That's um, what everybody called me, so whatever. Like, I invited all these high school kids and my thirty year old friend Suzanne to come hang out with everybody tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the funny thing. Linnea actually didn't want to uh, go and uh, audition for this movie. She thought she was too old. She thought they, there was no point. Yeah. Uh, she kept getting sent to uh, these kind of auditions. And at this point, she did Return of the Dead, so she didn't even really have to audition at this point, at least this, ver- this, like, this instant. And she just like, no, they, they're, they're going to look at it, they're going to see me, they're going to be like, no, you're too old. And then she walked in, and they were like, yes. Yeah. Super surprised. She fits into it. It doesn't. It doesn't like. It's not so, like stand out crazy that she looks older than everybody no. else. Yeah, she was like twenty seven at yeah, the time fine. or something. But uh, so at this point, you get to see the Evil Dead shot. Fucking, the fucking <laughs> comes ghost, out of the crematorium. The Gus comes out of the crematorium and goes right into Linnea quickly, and she. Possessed. She, she's putting on lipstick, and it goes. It's like you. It's like a really cool reverse shot. That looks like she's blowing out smoke, and then they just reversed it so the demon. Fart goes into her mouth, and it, <laughs> see this is this is this is the part where I have a problem though. Because, oh great! <laughs> all right, so Angela Amelia Kincaid, which we didn't mention, is uh, is uh, uh, the niece of what's her name? She played Blanche in the fucking Golden Girl. Rue McClanahan. Rue McClanahan. Right. She's, she's a Golden Girl. Really? She, I didn't yeah, even she. Know that. That's her. She, Rue, she, she came to the set. Yeah, oh, she wow. she was on, she was on set. There's pictures of her on set, uh, but that's that's her niece, and she's also a pet psychic. 
I yeah. knew that. Yeah. yeah, Mimi Kincaid, as she's known in this movie, but after this, she was always being to be to be known as Amelia Kincaid, the Animal Whisperer. Yes, <laughs> she's been yeah. to Buckingham Palace. We not, I think we talked about it on yes. the podcast yeah, with yeah. Linnea. Yeah. She yeah. talked. She talked to the corgis, but. We can go on to that later. Anyways. Do we have to? <laughs> so Angela starts talking about possession at this point, like evil spirits, specifically demons. It's just like, wait a sec. Hold on. So your idea was to go in this house. You know all this shit about demons and spiritual possession, and you had a seance. Yeah. <laughs> this is on her. Yeah, it's all her fault. I would have totally done the this same is all, thing. This is all her fault. And she knew it. She's a horrible friend. <laughs> yeah. But this is not how you make friends, This is Steve. not how you make friends, because she doesn't have any friends besides Suzanne, I guess. I always kind of figured she was in on it the whole time. Think so? She, no. She, knew like she was in man. on it from the beginning. Like She was like, okay, I'll invite these people to the house, and you can have them or something. No, 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 no. She was way too scared to be friends. Dave does not agree. I, I well, disagree. Fine. <laughs> fine then, Ace. <laughs> At that point, uh, everyone forget, decides to split up. Everybody, everybody decides to split up. And actually, uh, Roger and Helen tried to leave. Roger and Helen they do like, try to leave because Roger's like, fuck this shit. I'm out of here. Something's wrong. Yeah. Fuck Go all on. you white people. I'm taking the white chick. But we got it. There, there, there was, there, but the argument happened. And then uh, Stooge has the best line in the movie. Oh, please say it. Eat a bowl of fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Eat a bowl of fuck. Yeah, I love it. Eat a bowl of fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's something that people should say more often. I think we should bring that one back. Yeah, he was trying to bring it back. He said he was inspired by uh, John Belushi. I think he says it in Animal House. Oh, well. Yeah, hey, that's hey. where he got that line. And I don't know if he brought that to the, to the script or if it was already in there. I, I didn't dig that far. But I always remember that story because, you know, as many... Quarry Finches, I go to. I heard that story. Yeah. (laughs) So they're so 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 all getting ready to split up. But before that, Dave, Angela gets kissed. Yeah, Linnea goes. uh, You know, give us some smooches. I I I want to look good for the boys. Fuck them right now. A friendship kiss. Yeah. I don't want. I mean, I'll I'll kiss you like that, Dave. And yeah. Well, (laughs) uh, no, I don't give a fuck. Well, anyways, so so she gets kissed. Toxic masculine. She gets she gets. Why are you laughing, Ace? You're next. (laughs) She gets kissed. And becomes possessed at that point. You can see it's in her eyes. She's she's either thinking about like I think she's like, "What's well, a really good tone?" There. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. It was it. She that's what they're trying to relay. But there maybe she was just confused about how she felt at the time. I don't know. Not yeah. gonna, I'm not going to judge her. But they all split up. Yeah, uh, Stooge and Sa- Suzanne go off. Yes. Uh, let's see. The rest to go off to fucking make out. That's yes. my, those are my notes. No, that, that, that is true. That is true. Uh, Peter Pan, Peter Pan, and Doogie Howser go fucking a coffin. Right. Franny, they want to get in the coffin and do. Yeah, but that, they do that. They're right now. They're just trying to go find like the power. I think. Yeah. Isn't that, that what the whole point of this? Yeah. And, and then, then Jay's like, "Well, we're going to go off in another room, anyways. Yeah. It's just whatever." Jay and Judy, saying. and he doesn't get lucky. No. She pushes him off. <laughs> get the fuck off me. But Lame. Stooge, you be hanging out with Peter Pan. You get laid every time. In a coffin. <laughs> oh man, that would have been a different movie. Uh. <laughs> Anyways, so Stooge and Lin- Sto- Stooge and Suzanne go upstairs, and uh, Stooge gets rejected hardcore. It's as yeah. he should have. They find <laughs> the bathroom, and she's like, "Ladies first. Ladies. and he's just like, "Like you can hear his hard on hit the door." It's just like, he's like "Fuck, Suzanne." He's like, "Well, I wanted to come in." Yeah, no shit. The first sign of like anything going wrong would have been for Stooge when a, another woman was like, "Hey, I want to spend more than thirty seconds with you." Yeah, <laughs> he should have been, been like, "Oh wait, something bad is getting ready to happen." Fucking demon. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> if you're into punk rock pigs, if you're into dudes who call women bitches, if you're yeah. into fucking guys who make pig noises and moon old men, yeah. this is your guy. 
I actually read that he didn't like because in the movie he doesn't actually have his whole ass hanging out. Yeah, it's pumpkin no. underwear. And he didn't want to. He didn't yeah. want to like do that because he didn't want to show his ass yeah. in the movie. Right. Oh, you poor guy. And how many women are naked in this movie? <laughs> yeah, you piece like, of shit. How happens? Yeah. It? Just show your ass in the movie. Come on. Yeah. Who he he was in uh, Sorority Babes and Slime Ball Ballarama with uh, Linnea Quigley. Oh, yeah. He's one of the three nerds that get, you know they they have to break into the mall with. So yeah. yeah. And uh, I like I've seen interviews with him. He's still he's still alive. He's still kicking. He looks like Grizzly Adams. Kicks ass. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Probably making friends with the local bears and the wildlife. Yeah. Yeah. How happens? Well, go ahead, guys. Back to where we were. <laughs> I'm trying to. We, we keep look, getting off the rails off here. Track. And then the, fuck it. Who cares? So, 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 so we have the makeout scenes, the various makeout scenes, and uh, Stooge goes back downstairs because you know he struck out, right? And uh, this is uh, this is the point where uh, Angela's like, I'm going to dance for like three minutes. Yeah, she choreographed her own dance for yeah. three minutes. It's very, it's very, it's very weird. Like in this movie, just like all of a sudden, like there is a dance scene for three I'm minutes. into it I'm, I was I didn't think it was weird I'm like I love God Stigmata Martyr Bauhaus that was this is the movie that introduced me to it yeah. like, I had heard of them for the movie The Hunger and this was the one that was like I like all of their music yeah which is good. now not true but you know I like 30% I should have worn my Bauhaus <laughs> shirt for the night I forgot all about this <laughs> and we did <laughs> the photography is great in the scene uh, they they used uh, the strobe they had to shoot it at a certain like uh, frame per minute because the strobe would not be visible on screen all these little things you don't get now with digital it's totally different but uh, and she choreographed her own thing she was a dancer and she didn't know that people like nowadays you can do this but back then I mean, back then you could do this. Back nowadays, it's not as easy. But she would during while they were filming, she worked down at the strip club down the street. Mm. Yeah, nice. and I believe it was Kevin Tenney, or it might have been Hal Havens. I cannot remember the story now. Um, they were down there just to you know, you know, investigate some boobs, and she was on stage doing almost the same dance. Hmm. Yeah, nice. I believe that's the story. Well, she looks pretty good. She looks yeah, amazing. Like She's dance. got dancer booty. Yeah, she looks good. Yeah. I was just I not not the dance wasn't good. I just I was just like, how long is this fucking scene gonna go on for? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just thought it would all right, do just a couple twirls and then all right, let's get back to the movie. No? Okay, we're still dancing. Okay. Yeah. Well, it became a thing in every movie after that too. Oh yeah. It's like every it's like we're making a night of the demons, there's gotta be a dance scene in there. Dance scene and a boob trick, as yeah. I call it. Yeah. And a boob trick. See, I wonder how Linnea feels like that. She had her dance scene in Return of Living Dead. Which one was better? think they fight about that oh return of the living dead is better yeah it is it yeah. is better <laughs> but better. i think it has emotional connections to me compared to this one <laughs> but mimi kikei was a trained dancer so i'm gonna say that hers was probably a better dance so yeah. i can't believe we're debating this <laughs> so, so 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 but we'll go back to choreography talk <laughs> next so, door club podcast so after you after you burn off calories what do you need to do you need to eat you need to replenish so she bites fucking stooge's face off no, she bites, uh, yeah. Stooge. Yeah, she makes out with Stooge because Stooge comes back. He's all jilted and Sal's like, there's something going wrong. There's something going on and some things are wrong. Fuck this girl. Fuck this house. I'm out of here. And he tries to leave as well. He takes off. I think he goes into the. Oh, he's, he hangs out for a minute. But this was during the dance. And then yeah. Sal shows back up because like, there's kind of like a scare right there. And he's like, there's something going on with Suzanne. I mean, with Angela. And fuck all you all. So he takes off. And then Stooge is like, okay, baby, it's me you and I. And then that's when she. Gives him the demon kiss. Demon kiss. Bites off his face. Yeah. Bites his tongue off. Bites his tongue off. <laughs> which I mean, there's two different cuts of that. I guess the, the version I got is like they have the director's cut, which in the theatrical cut, they cut away from that. Then in the director's cut, there's more scenes of her like ripping his tongue out of his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Because pretty- in the version I have, like on DVD, it's like you can tell there's obviously like a quality 
like where the quality of the movie kind of like lacks there where the director's cut is and then it goes back into the movie. Yeah, that's awesome. But, yeah. And in that scene, he actually got his earring ripped out of his ear in real life. Oh, wow. With her her costume and his, his hair, when she pulls away, she rips the fucking, his earring out of his ear. Ouch. And he just Ow. kept filming. <laughs> yeah. They talked about it. Uh, there's a, there was an interview with him where he talks about that and he went back into the makeup trailer and he's covered in blood, but it's his blood. And yeah. he's like, yeah, they're like, holy shit. He's like, ah. Tape it up, man. We'll be fine. <laughs> They've that's got my, super glue. That's my stooge voice. It's going to be okay, <laughs> bitches. So uh, we, we, we forgot to men- mention, so Roger Roger and Helen are trying to get away at this point, and they're like, there's no there's no way out. The entrance is gone. So they're outside trying yeah, to find Yeah, they walk us. around that wall for like oh, an hour and a half of the movie. Forever. And Roger, Roger at this point is like, fuck. He's very scared. He's very he, he's very scared. He's the only one who gets it. He understands something's wrong. He understands that something is wrong and something bad is about to happen to poor Helen. Yeah, because he turns around and she's gone. She's just gone. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to go hide in the car. And he <laughs> that was, was so great. And he was right for it. He went and hid in the car. Yeah. He locks the door of Stooges' uh, like punk rock machine. And then like I think that's... Um, then all of a sudden, just Helen appears out of nowhere and lands on the fucking car. Oh, that that, oh, yeah. that that's a little later. Is it? That's okay, a little yeah, later. Yeah. yeah, she fucking gets yeeted. Steer me, Dave. Steer me. Steer, steer, so this, steer, about steer this point, so Sal is running through the house trying to get somebody to to leave with him, and he walks into the bathroom, and Linnea's in the corner, and she turns around, and he's like, she's like, I'm fixing my makeup, and she's got the heart drawn on her face. Oh yeah, and at this at this point, Sal Sal has realized that. Holy shit, I have to get the fuck out of this place. <laughs> this is not good. He's like this close to getting laid every scene. He's like, wait a second, you're a demon. Yeah. And then, you know, Sal walks away, and then you get the really, the the the, the, the lipstick scene. That's when, uh, yeah, she does the lipstick scene before right. uh, Jay walks in. Yes. Oh, was that, I'm skipping Yeah, around. she does She does the lipstick scene. She turns oh, around, right. and he, she has the, uh, the heart face. Yes. Yeah. And then she does the whole. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah. So she she takes. If you haven't seen it, you should absolutely watch this scene because she, it's amazing. It's it's an amazing special effect because it's it's almost flawless. It still holds seamless. up. Seamless. So she takes the lipstick and she's all drawn on herself and then pushes it right through her nipple and it's gone. It's amazing. It's so simple too. If you were like it's, but it's uh, it's so effective. And when, <laughs> I didn't know what how it was done until a few years ago when I picked up either the special edition DVD or something. There's an interview with Steve Johnson yeah. talking about this effect and he was using using gelatin, uh, which had people weren't using readily back then. And he's like, you know, gelatin like tomorrow it'll be gone. Back then they didn't use it, so he did an entire upper chest piece of her all in gelatin. So it's a collapsible lipstick case, and, and it collapses, it pops, and that's why that weird pop when yeah. she puts almost her half her fucking knuckle in there. Yeah, she's like, it's like oh, because you you imagine tendons, and then yeah. it collapses, and then she's able to pull out her finger, and it's just yeah, it's like a memory foam with the gel with the gelatin, and, it, and you can't, it's seamless. Yeah. It looks yeah. great. It's fucking amazing. And she said she was going to make, uh, when we interviewed Linnea, she said she's going to make uh, lipstick nipple holders, or nipple lipstick holders. Yeah, she should. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, Dave Dave had some uh, some uh, some merch ideas with her. You'll see it eventually. It's fine. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> so then Jay walks in, and she's just like, you know, I forgot what the hell she says to him. But yeah, that's when she just did the nipple scene. She's got the heart on it. He sits down, and he's like, it's party time. And she's like, Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! And uh, yeah, so they they're banging. <laughs> no, 
<laughs> it's a really weird scene. It's the one time where you can, like, it's it's full frontal nudity for Linnea. It's something yeah. she couldn't do a couple of years before on Return of the Dead. Yeah. Here she's completely bird's nest out. Yeah. <laughs> I think she said that guy's like a chiropractor now. The guy that plays Jay? I think yeah. so. Yeah, I remember also when, in Heathers. Yeah, okay, yeah. We were. I, I remember she was. we were watching that when she came to Louisville, and she was like, that guy's a chiropractor now. Yeah, I I like, that's name, crazy. Is Lance Fenton. I got him as douchebag or Miami, Miami Vice. Vice. <laughs> <laughs> Miami, Miami Vice. On our light. whiteboard of doom, we haven't mentioned that in a few podcasts, uh, but I usually put notes up on the board. Uh, yeah, Jay, Miami Vice, douchebag. Well, he gets what's coming to him. Yeah, but because, at least he gets to get laid a little bit. Yeah, he's, he's getting, she's, she's on top of him, she's riding him, and she's she says something like, do you think I'm ugly or something? Or how's my, he's like, Stop. no. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, no, your makeup's, your makeup's great. Your makeup's great. And he's just like, just shut the fuck up. Just ride me, girl. Just, just, just keep doing <laughs> this. And uh, then her fucking head goes back. It's like, oh, she's into it. And then it comes forward, and she's a demon. It's the first time, you, first time you see the demon uh, makeup yeah. on her. Yeah. Um, you see it a little bit before of Millie Kincaid's mouth, but you don't really see the full demon makeup. So you see Linnea's full demon face, and he is freaked the fuck out. But he doesn't have to look at her very long because she gouges out his eyes. He's like, "Stop looking at me!" Yeah, yeah. That was every, like Chris Barnes. Everybody, everybody's got everybody's got a death metal voice in this movie, so that's, that's true. okay. Yeah, the uh, the guy what was his name is like uh, was it Jim? God damn it, I cannot remember the guy who did the voice for all of the demons. I think he did all of uh, uh, was all it, the movies. Was it Doctor Claw? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what it sounds like. He's like, next time, catch it. Oh my god, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. No. Oh, uh, you know what, Steve? You might have been right. I think the, I think Helen's body has already shown up on the car. Oh, it did. It did. Because <laughs> at this point, I've got I, after, after. Well, he's that, sleeping outside. Roger's I, sleeping outside, and then she just lands on the fucking on the on the uh, windshield. It was. They yeah. never explain. Con Air style. Yeah, Pumpkinhead style. He just takes a Con Air style. <laughs> just drops that's her from way, the... That's way better than Pumpkinhead. <laughs> He'd gotten out and seen a note on her body. Yeah. Like, you need to get the fuck out of here, Roger. But Roger does what he shouldn't have done, because he should have scaled that wall at this point. Fuck yeah. He runs back inside. Yeah. God damn it, Roger. This is where it turns into a Scooby-Doo movie. <laughs> yeah. Because you get a lot of, like, Roger's running down the hall, and then, like, he sees fucking Angela floating toward him and then he's running down another hall I was full well expecting him to run into a room and her run into another room and then him come out of another room you know it's a classic oh yeah with a little bit of 70s groove going on playing yakety sax the whole time just like oh my is that the name of that song that's the name of that song oh the Benny Hill song I didn't know that yakety sax we're here to inform you all on the Gore Club podcast thank you Ace holy shit I gotta write that down yakety sax so he runs in the runs down the hallway. And he see he sees Saul, and he's just like, "Get the fuck out of my way!" I know, not, not <laughs> he, help or whatever. He doesn't. He hardly even stops. And Saul's like, "What's going on?" He's got like a fucking meat tenderizer at this point. And like, <laughs> yeah, like I'll get her. Um, so at this point, the uh, the uh, Max and Jill are have been fucking in a coffin, right? And now yeah. did they? I forget the chronologically. Did they already encounter Stooge? Because now we know Stooge is fucked. Yeah. Probably. he's. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, no, no, I'm saying it's probably already happened. We probably just skipped around. But, yeah, Stooge murders the shit out of both of them. <laughs> he does. He walks in, snaps her head completely around. What a waste of great, fantastic boobs, by the way. Mm. They're nice. Franny's <laughs> hot. That's great. That's a great comment, Grace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we love you, Jill. Yeah. Um, and then, he, okay, this is kind of confusing. He kills Max by slamming the coffin door on his arm. 
which rips it off. And I guess he just bled out because you don't really see what happens after that. Yeah, but, you know, he's already in a coffin, so mission accomplished. Suzanne pops out Jay's eyes when she's riding him, uh, and she turns into a demon, which I think were, like, actually cherry tomatoes inside of that... Sided like a, a, a mole, so it's like pop, pop. Great effect. This one is cool as well, but it just, I was like, and he's dead? I guess he's dead. All right, Matt, yeah. you're dead. All Sorry, right. Sergeant. Sorry, yeah. Dookie Hauser. You're gone. <laughs> okay. Stooge to the rescue in a, in, a, in a completely opposite kind of way. Yeah. Not to jump ahead, but later on, whenever they show back up and the coffin opens and they both jump out, it's very obvious that the guy, the Doogie Hauser there, when he jumps out, it's actually him in a costume with makeup. And then Franny is just a like puppet that they stuck in there <laughs> because I don't think they could have fit both of them in the coffin to jump out at the same time. I never noticed that. But it is very obvious that she is not like an actual person in there. Oh, it's a puppet. <laughs> there you go, people. Please go back and watch that scene because I'm going to do it when we're done with it. God, I want to rewatch it now. I know. So where where are we at? It's the Franny puppet. <laughs> it was just, just like... <laughs> <laughs> and they're running. They're they're running around. They find oh, they find Judy. That's what happens. Yeah, they do. Saul and Roger found Judy, and uh, they're like, "We need to get the fuck out of here." And, yeah. And about that time is when they run into the run into the the, the mortuary, right? And then yeah. they they get attacked by the jumping puppet. Yeah. The, the fucking severed arm. The seven arm, the Evil Dead two arm. Yeah. Lots of lots of Evil Dead things here. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell that you could tell that uh, Kevin Tenney's a fan. Yeah. Somebody is. Somebody who worked on this movie was a fan of Evil Dead. Oh, also, God. that girl just running around dressed up like Alice in Wonderland the whole time just reminds me of that Tom Petty video, Don't Come Around Here No More. <laughs> like, that's all I'm thinking about the whole time watching the movie. She just dresses Alice in Wonderland. Man, like, this is... Boop, 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 boop. That video took a dark turn. <laughs> <laughs> that video was dark anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the point where they're like, hey, we got to get the fuck out of this house. Dude, but they don't really leave. <laughs> they don't really leave. They she keep... gets scared and goes to the fucking attic. Yeah, they keep saying this, and they keep going up further into the house. Yeah, they keep, every once in a while, they'll see, like, Angela floating on roller skates, obviously, towards the camera. They use something. that shot for three movies. <laughs> that same shot of her floating down the hallways in every movie. But yeah, what we're talking about is, like, whenever you see Angela going through the hallways of Hull House... And she's, it's like, it's its actually really awesome. I, it looks the great. They, I love it. The way they shot it yeah. and lit it and how she looks like she's actually floating. But from what I understand, they put the DP in a, like a, 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 a wheelchair, had him sit backwards. They pull him backwards and she's on like roller skates. And that's how they got <laughs> that like, shot. And they use it in all three fucking movies. Yeah. And it's obvious because it's different makeup and her hair's short. And it's like, yeah. oh, okay. And she's okay, 10 we're not, years younger by the third to, one. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. So, anyway, so yeah, she, Judy gets scared and goes to the attic. I don't know why. Yeah, they all they all go to the attic. They're trying to trying <laughs> Roger. To, yeah, trying to get away. Yeah. Uh, Roger's like, I gotta get out of this house. Let's go upstairs. So they go upstairs, and they all say, "Well, we got to get out. Got to get out." So they go out to the they go out to the the the, the roof, the veranda, the veranda. And there I like the monsters. That's how the I found veranda. it. Yeah, that's the first time I'd heard that word used is like in the monsters episode. <laughs> and Angela comes out of nowhere yeah. on her roller skates. <laughs> You're just scooting down the road. Well, like, Stooge shows up. He's like, I know, you're, I know, you're, I know you're here. Well, maybe you're not here. And then disappears. And then, yeah, yeah, fucking <laughs> roller skates. She, she, Judy looks down, sees Roger on the ground. He's like, right behind you, dumb white girl. And there's fucking Angela. Yeah, like, where are you going? The yeah. party's just starting. It's like <laughs> the party's just starting. There you go, Ace. Thank you. Perfect. Uh, and then Sal, Sal, Sal redeems himself. He's like, I'll save you. And then, Poor Sal. And then he gets fucking thrown off, 
He gets thrown, thrown, uh... The other sensible guy gets thrown off the roof and impaled. Yeah. 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 And so his, would, like, would you call it a Canadian tuxedo? Canadian tuxedo. Okay. Like, <laughs> he's just like, yo, Angela, don't throw me off the roof, yo. <laughs> he would just call her Ange, though. He'd be Ange. like, hey, Ange. Hey, oh, that's Ange. why he does is call her Ange. That's right. Oh. I just did. He's just Tony Danza from, <laughs> from Who's the Boss. <laughs> so Judy hangs, hang drops from, like, to the bridge, which is the, if you see the film, it's so, I don't, how the fuck did she go? It's like 20 feet. Yeah. Sideways, yeah, not just twenty feet down. And she falls on Roger and tries to kill him. That ah, fuck, he's your savior. Might as well just knock him out. Fuck it. Tries to kill him. Don't <laughs> kill Roger, the most sensible man here. Yeah. Well, he was until he went back into the house. Well, they go back into the house again. Cause Stooge, yeah. Stooge chases him inside. Now, see, I, that one I couldn't remember how that worked because it didn't make any sense. And it's it's, it's uh, the the I remember the slow mo rig that they use in Witch Trap as well, where she's falling. Onto Roger, onto the bridge. I was like, yeah, that looks r- real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like the Evil Dead 2 when he's flying through the woods. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and they do. They end up inside, and I can't remember why. Uh, I, don't know. I think I think Stooge chased him inside, but then you get to see Linnea again as a demon. And... You're just making shit up. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm trying to remember, man. Uh, it's but, but back to that. Dead Sal. <laughs> they tried to kill Roger with Judy. That's my note. Is that what your notes are? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you bastards. Well, they, they chase him around. They finally end up in the crematorium. They now, the crematorium up. comes back into play. They showed it when they first got into the house, like an establishing shot when they all split up. Now, this set is all made out of wood, and it looks like it's all like the steel door with the sound effects, and even that huge door they use to like they lock the uh, demons out into the hallway. It's all made out of wood. It's all like balsa wood and like... It's amazing. So the production design in this in this room is is fantastic. Yeah. It's amazing right. it held up with all those demons beating on it, right? <laughs> <laughs> so so oh, this this scene, this scene was funny because like she gets freaked out because she opens it up. She opens up the the furnace is like, oh, there's a skull in here. I'm like, bitch, there are demons out in the hallway. Yeah. And it's yeah. a demon skull if you look at it. It's got fangs and everything. Yeah. 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 So that's probably what happened. Yeah. And, and they're outside beating on the door. Beating on the door. Beating the fuck out of it. She just locks it, okay? So instead of the demons using their powers to unlock the door, what do they do? They just they, they pull the cotter pins out. Yeah, because you know that makes more and more sense. Because they're yeah. just coming out like one at a time. There's a lot of stuff that happens in this movie that don't make sense. Sensible demons. <laughs> okay. One of them used to be a contractor. <laughs> also, are the demons racist as fuck? Because all they do is keep calling Roger boy. Yeah, they do. Yeah, like yeah. constantly. Oh, because that—that's the part You're where they're, good boy. they're they're like they're like they're like you know we'll let you out. We'll. Oh, that's we'll, right. We, this is the scene. We actually. just want the virgin. How did he say? How did he say? We just want the virgin. Yeah. We just want the virgin. Thank you, Ace. Be <laughs> <laughs> a good boy. Yeah. They, they do. I, and I, I had watched it. We streamed it at. Um, well, we didn't. We screened it at the Gore Club. About two months ago, maybe, and one of the patrons was like, "Is this a racist movie, Steve?" I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I was like, "Oh my god, I've never noticed that they, yeah. all the demons call Roger boy, hey boy." Damn it, Kevin Tenney. They're demons. <laughs> yeah, they're not supposed to be nice. They're they're not, they might as well be not nice. They're horrible people. They keep killing people every so many years. <laughs> every Halloween night. <clears throat> every Halloween. If you happen on the you know the whole house <laughs> land. So at this point, they're like, "Hey." This thing has gas going to it. I don't know how. They get this bright idea. They get this bright idea to use the gas that should be turned off. They're, in this they're coming in. Land. So they, they get the pipe. <laughs> they put it toward. The, By the way, the pipes gas. don't extend like that. Yeah, just, you can't yeah. just pull them out of a out of the fucking incinerator ten feet to aim it at a yeah, door to burn demons as they I, come through. At this point, at this point, it turns into you know just fucking 
flamethrower because they come in the door and they just put a lighter in front of it and they just set on fire. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's great. Demons hate fire. This is like Frankenstein's monster. Yes. Yeah. Well, everything. I think everything hates fire. I mean, aren't demons burn a fire? I don't know. Don't they live with the fire? <laughs> I don't believe in that shit. Damn it. Okay, I was going to quote Cain, but fuck it. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that too. I was born to it. <clears throat> oh, oh, God. So, all right, so I'm trying to find my notes. Back in the house, crematorium, flame. The thing thrower. I remember about oh, the yeah. scene is like how bad some of the masks look towards the end. I don't know if it was like just supposed to be... If this wasn't planned on the scene when they come out and they're all burnt up or not, I, I mean, there's a lot of people in the scene for a, a one, basically a one man crew. I know that yeah. Steve Johnson had to get friends to help him. I mean, like some of them are like Academy Award winners. He's like, hey, I'm fucked right now. Uh, this is my movie. I need yeah. help. So he got friends to come on. And they were like, at one point when you see Jill, you know, her head's supposed to be like turned all the way around. And it's obviously like somebody oh, just yeah. walking with a bad mask on. Yeah. Yeah, Stu's because looks good when he's all burned. Steve, up. I mean, yeah, Stu, Stu, Steve, Stu looks amazing. Yeah, the whole looks movie. Great. Angela yeah. looks. You have, you have the primary demons, yeah. right? Well, this is the point where they 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 get out. They or they're trying to get out. But they still can't get out, and all the demons start coming out of everywhere. Yeah, you, what can, is, you what can see is, Jay with his bleeding eyes. Yeah, oh yeah, because uh, yeah, Angela comes up and just like your boyfriend or something like that behind you. The man of your dreams or some shit. Yeah, and Roger jumps to the front window. <laughs> Roger fucking pushes Judy down and just jumps to <laughs> the front window. Very Marilyn Burns takes a chance on my ass. Oh, like, man. I've had enough! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just rooting Get for him. Get out of the way, white woman. At this point, at the point in this, this point in the movie, I'm like, he's gotta live. Yeah. He's gotta live. And he's going on. He's going to the wall. <laughs> he's, yeah. I'm waiting because it sounds like you're gonna... You're gonna, I just try, you're gonna drop a bomb on it. No, I'm trying to remember exactly what they happens. Cl- they get to the no, wall. no, 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 no. All right, she gets out, and then they get to the wall, and he's like, "Hey, there's this barbed wire being held up by nails. We'll climb up that." <laughs> yeah. So he's climbing up, and then the demons start coming out. Yeah. This like is the scene I meant, they like really like weird. Romero zombies. Like yeah. they're very yeah. slow all of a sudden. Like yeah, the only person that's running is Stooge. He he bolts out, and the rest of them are like, "We're coming, calm down, old dude. Yeah. God damn." Roger's like, "Have you had a tetanus shot? Because yeah. <laughs> we gotta, we're gonna climb this." <laughs> Roger don't give a fuck at this point. He's he is, he, is, he is up on the wall. Yeah, and then she's like, "I'm coming," and he falls over, and she's on the other side. She's about a foot off the ground. And all the demons are like, uh, like, like zombies. They're like Romero zombies yeah, from Night of the Living Dead. It's like Lucio Fulci, or not Fulci, but Lamberto Bamba's uh, Bava's demons. Like they're basically oh, Evil yeah. Dead, like Evil Dead yeah. demons, yeah. and like they're, they're they're zombies. They're demonic zombies. And it's uh, cheaper that way. They're just grabbing her, and like she's like seriously, she's she's not even a foot off the ground at this point. Yeah. If you watch it, you're like, oh, this doesn't make any sense. And at that point, you see Roger; he's on the ground. No, yeah, he's on the he's on, he's the, on the ground on the other side. And this is, I was full well expecting him to be like, "Well, later, fuck you." <laughs> I'm going back to the quickie mart. Bye. But he does jump over, jump up to the wall, and saves the day and pulls her up. Yeah, and the demons can't get past the running water. Can't cross that stream. Can't cross the streams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the made sense in Ghostbusters. Yeah, and then and then you get to see the demonic head again. Yeah, the it's puppet. Sort of, yeah, it's sort of like a yeah. Blah, they filmed that on like 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 a like a metallic reflective whatever it's called. I forgot. I was like, is it LeMay? Whatever fuck that shit is. Not pink LeMay. What is that stuff like Elvis used his suits out of? Anyways, that shit. But like the gold one. And then they filmed it on that. And then somebody literally just ran their finger across it to make it warp. Oh wow! Yeah. Great effect. Yeah. It worked. 
Demon gone. Demons. Well, yeah, I guess. It's daylight. So they're just walking. It's all souls day. (laughs) It is. It is daylight, and they're walking back. And like the whole time, they've got to be thinking like, "What do we tell the fucking cops?" Yeah, (laughs) dead people. Okay, this is that one of those things. I was like, I want to know what happens right afterwards. All your friends are dead. The cars are still parked down there. When the cops show up, well, one, it wasn't Rogers or Judy's car, so yeah, okay, they weren't there. Good point. They just all your friends, your boyfriend. There's no evidence that we saw you with. We saw you leave with with Jay. Well, Judy's a, Judy's asshole little brother would probably just rat her out to the cops. Yeah, yeah. he's like my butthole sister was out there just partying all night. <laughs> oh, but yeah, they they're just walking back, and then it sort of you get the scene in the kitchen, and you see the old man from the beginning of the movie. Oh, the apple pie scene. He gets and. You, the his his wife is working and says, oh wait my favorite thing is the line that he when he goes out to get the newspaper and all the Halloween kids are you know it's like the morning after the sh- the walk of shame oh, who's yeah. walking in front of his house is Roger and Judy yeah, yeah. and his quote is rotten pig trash yeah. and then he walks back in and then we have the yeah apple and he, pie he comes in and he he gets a piece of apple pie and he's he's eating it and his wife's in the background like making something I don't know he's that asshole like she's making breakfast and he's like oh there's fucking pie I'll just eat pie while I make very inconsiderate. He's a piece of shit, anyways. Anyway, yeah. so he's like, "Where did you get these? Where where did where did you get these apples?" And she was like, "Well, we had some on the counter left over, and I had to use them." Yeah, there weren't that many trick or treaters this year, honey. <laughs> and then his throat just rips open. Oh he managed to swallow a whole razor without <laughs> noticing <laughs> at all. It's a great it, effect, but it makes no sense. And like, we've it, said that it, too many times. It's it's weird yeah. because his whole throat just just like just, just straight up and down, just open, and he falls face first into his pie. And his wife comes over and kisses him on the head. Now, the she question... Says, Happy Halloween, dear. <laughs> the question I have to pose to you is, one, did she do it on purpose or was it an accident? Oh, it was completely on purpose. Her, the, yeah. her, her reaction, how happy she is when he's dead in a pile of pie and she just pats his head, yeah. kisses it and says... Happy Halloween, dear. You know what? She probably got apples uh, when she was younger for Halloween, too, and she knew how much bullshit that was. It was probably her son yeah. in Halloween, too. Yeah. <laughs> she had flashbacks, and whenever fucking. he bought the fucking razors, I mean, she probably saw him like from the kitchen, like, oh, uh, and then like, the serial killer came out in her, and there you go. All right. Grandma serial killer. Happy Halloween. And then the movie ends. It does. It does. It does end. And it's actually <laughs> one of my favorite Halloween movies. We're having fun making fun of it, but fuck, I love Hall- I love Night of the Demons. Oh, it's a it 10. Is, yeah, I love it. It's a good movie. Yeah. And I, I, when I go back and watch it, I try to try to watch movies and just complete slate. Don't think about any sequels. Don't think about movies I've seen before. And it, is this a good movie? Does it hold up? 10, to, ten out of 10 lipsticks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, it, I, no, it doesn't hold up as well as like some other movies who had a bigger budget. For the budget it had, and what I know what they went through just to make the film, it looks fantastic still. Yeah. Well, they made the right choices with the cameras, the right DP. This is one of those ones that was a VHS find for a lot of people because oh, yeah. obviously you didn't go to the theater to see it unless you're in Detroit. And yeah, or you're a liar. <laughs> or you're a liar. I have a liar, yeah. We all or, have you know, you saw it at some it's midnight Dave, screening Dave or something. Dave Grohl saw it in 1994. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a Dave Grohl story for but, anybody who knows that. But but you know if you if you look at the cover, you saw it in the, the- you saw it in the the video store, and you're like, holy shit, what is this? And he flipped over on the back, and you, that was one of those ones that you were drawn to the cover of the movie, which is right here for people. Oh, yeah. grab it, Dave. People watching, read us the back of the box if you want to. Oh. Dave is holding the VHS. If you're watching this on, you be too. It's Halloween night, and a group of good time teens. 
Good time teens. There, I'm a good time Just teen. Just some good time teens. <laughs> has, has broken to an abandoned funeral parlor with plans to raise a little hell. Well, okay, yeah. And <laughs> that's exactly what they do. For their, for their intrusion has awakened an ancient demonic evil whose hunger for human soul knows no bounds. I would say the bounds are to the stream. Yeah. They okay. Okay. Yeah. We've established that it knows bounds. The movie knows bounds. And they now do. the monstrous predator is out and to turn their Halloween party into an unending celebration of sheer terror. The visual sorcery special effects master Steve Johnson, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, Friday Night, Poltergeist 2, Ghostbusters, delivers a high voltage shivers and a terrifying encounter of the supernatural kind, so be prepared for an evening of horror you'll never forget. Get ready for Night of the Demons. Ooh, eat a ball of fuck! Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, yes, um, great movie. Yeah. Great movie that spawned some sequels. A few, a few, a few movies. And I did watch. I did watch uh, Night of the Demons Part Two. I thoroughly enjoyed Night of the Demons Two as a kid. When I went back and watched it a couple of years ago, and then I just watched it again for this podcast, I think it still holds up. The effects are still really good. Steve Johnson, as I talked about on my Thirty One Nights of Halloween uh, video, he 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 showed up. Like he was yeah. there. Like they, the the fucking the Angela Demon scene is amazing. Do we? I, I think we should just touch on the sequels and, and the remake. Yeah, this one's all about the love of Night of the Demons. The oh, first it's film. so it's yeah. it's so good. This one's like Night of the Horny Demons because everybody in this movie is so fucking horny all the time. Save some room for Jesus. <laughs> just like the movie just opens with just like full frontal nudity right away. Yeah, with just guys like spying on them with like fucking like glasses from across the way just like total sex offenders over there like looking at these high school girls well yeah they're all they're they're, they're in at a, a they're in a catholic school yeah, catholic, catholic high school co-ed catholic high school yeah. orphanage something i don't know it's kind of confusing Which, i didn't know catholic school was that cool but I, apparently they're not, it is in this movie now what they what ace is talking about is that like they are hanging out and they're I guess their dorm, looking across the way at the women's dorm, and everyone has their uh, everyone's in their underwear, and everybody's windows are wide open, and these boys are have like binoculars doing like the Animal House, talking about Animal yeah. House again, uh, binoculars checking them out, and then you have the nerd who's just like, "No, guys, you guys are the ones with we binoculars. Should, we shouldn't do that." And then the, the, and they the, say the fag word about a million times in this. They movie. do because yeah. it was the eighties, and I think it's probably because Robert Jane, which you would know him from uh, Tremors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That guy, he probably said it. Well. Yeah, he's the nerd. He's the one who's into demonology. He's, yeah, he kind of the, he's the fault so, of all this. I kind of so don't the, like him in this movie. He's just so, awful. So, so the pretty the, the, to sum up the premise of this movie. Yeah, there's they're at this they're at this Catholic school, and Mouse, this girl named Mouse Melissa, is poor uh, Mouse is Angela's sister. Yeah, we find that out through plot. Through plot, you find out that Angela's sister is at this school, and guess where these fucking kids are going to go. Whole house. They're gonna go to whole house. <laughs> yeah, because they can't go to their dance. Their dance because they were, they were, uh, they were, they did, they, did, they did something. They're naughty know. kids, Dave. They were naughty kids. So what did they do? They snuck out and went to the devil's house. So the woman who plays uh, Sister Gloria is uh, Jennifer Rhodes, and she's fucking awesome, amazing. She's yeah. the best thing in this film. I don't want to ruin too many things because a lot of people actually I've noticed and talked to don't know much about the sequels. Especially, good. especially the third one. Third one's really hard to find, and I actually yeah. ha- own a copy. 
I couldn't find the. Third I don't. One. I know. I, I didn't think that you all maybe were able to find a copy of it because I couldn't even find one online. I just happened yeah. to own a copy of it. You could yeah. basically watch it on VHS, or you can find like a DVD. That's what I've like got. Eighty dollars yeah. or something. Also, somewhere. this is uh, Christine Taylor. Christine Taylor. Yeah. Everyone knows Ben Stiller's yeah. wife. Ben Stiller's Marcia, wife. Marsha. Marsha. Dodgeball. Yeah. She was. She was hey in dude. this. I mean, there were hey there. Dude, she yeah. was in a show called Hey Dude on Nickelodeon. Hey Man. Yeah. But, uh, Amelia Kincaid is back. Uh, Christy Harris is BB. Who was 16 when they made this Made movie. me feel weird because she's got some amazing uh, attributes. Scene. And yeah. apparently on some websites I saw she was ranked, which is really sexist and fucked up. Yeah. But that's just- Especially that's, when you're that's 16. Her, yeah. And I was like, okay, guys, this is fucked. Mm. Well, you know what thing I noticed is some of the ranked people who were the judges are women. So I'm like, ah, I don't feel no, nearly no. as bad. But no, on some yeah. of them, not all of them, but some of the, some of the uh, websites I looked at, I was like, what? they're ranking people by the way they look. I was like, oh, look, it's old Facebook. Yeah. God damn, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but she's on there, Christy Harris. Well, they, they, this movie also uh, threw me for a loop because rewatching it, you'd see uh, there's a there. So <clears throat> to, to set it up a little bit. Angela's back, right? We know this. It's not really a spoiler. And she gets out, and then she has another dance scene. But this time, it's to Morbid Angel. Hell yeah! Oh, I know. From right? Bauhaus to Morbid Angel. They Playing Rapture, two, baby. <laughs> they, they have two songs in this movie. Yes, they yeah. do. Um, but you know, there's uh, there's another lipstick scene. It goes into a body, but not through a boob. To an orifice. It goes into an orifice, <laughs> and that's how you make demons. That's how you make demons. <laughs> Put lipstick inside of yourself, yeah. and you get a demon. It's yeah. a very Evil Dead scene. It Whoa. is very Evil Dead again. Um, but yeah, we don't really have to talk a whole lot about this one. We got Ace. Oh, well, one thing I did learn from this movie is that a kiss is a sin when it's an upper persuasion for a lower invasion. Oh, yeah, sister. <laughs> there, there, sister there, Gloria. There, there are a lot of good quotes from this one. What there was are. It? Like, uh, so there's the scene. I just got to... Uh, I want to know, like, because there's a scene in the movie where, where, they're, where they're making out in this back seat, right? The, 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 the guy and a girl are making out in the back seat. And... Uh, uh, it's with it's with the uh, it's with Christy Taylor and uh, her boyfriend, so I, the guy that looks like Tom Petty. Yeah, the guy that looks like Tom Petty. <laughs> totally. No, not the guy that looks like Tom it's Petty. He's the other guy. guy. <laughs> the other guy that loses his head at one point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which that's a really cool scene too. Um, but uh, yeah, so she's like, they're like making out, and the hand comes out of under uh, from the seat. And gets his like, gold, man. And it's just like you know rubbing his dick. And uh, he says, he says, oh, you don't want to strike oil j- just yet. <laughs> you got to slow down. Which and is pretty it, sad on his part. I mean, God, man, like, you're just like, you didn't get your pants off yet. Yeah. It's like she just unzips his fly and just rubs his dick a little bit and he's ready he's to like, explode. Oh, but, God. But, <laughs> well, whose job was it? Did they draw straws for this one? All right, we need a hand for the... Uh, for the for the hand job scene, I wonder <laughs> if it was Mimi Kincaid. I'm yeah. sorry, Amelia Kincaid. Yeah, this, uh, somebody, somebody had to do that. Oh, no. Was it a union job? I like know. I want to know. <laughs> yeah. somebody, I want got stunt- their, somebody found me. Found I want stunt for me. pay. Somebody got their SAG card just by doing that. <laughs> SAG card. <laughs> uh, this is actually directed by Brian Trenchard Smith. Now. This is one of his lesser-known movies, which is kind of weird, because if you know his name, and, and, and if you're into any kind of like exploitation movies, he did Turkey, Turkey Shoot, BMX Bandits, oh, wow. and Dead yeah. in Drive-In. Nice. Right? Now, see, you know, at least yeah. I know those movies, but then I didn't even know he directed part two until I did homework on this podcast, and I was like, motherfucker, how yeah. the, why is this not higher up? Because it's not a bad movie. Yeah. If you don't know the first film, you don't know the third film, <laughs> I mean, look we'll yeah. at the third film. Yeah. Um, it's actually it, it's it's it, it's a pretty good fucking movie. I like it. The the, the whole scene where like the one girl she like takes her top off and she's like dancing and then all of a sudden like her boobs that's turn the boob hands. Yeah. That's the boob and, trick. And like grab that guy. I was like that's great. Like yeah. that, 
There's always something with boobs in these movies. You have to have at least one boob trick. I mean, it was it was pretty good. She she, she comes out and the she's editing all like, is really yeah. good in that scene. It's a lot goofier than I remember because I've seen it a couple. Watched it a couple times before I rewatched it this week, but. It's like the whole scene where, like, the, the nun, and she's like, I'm, like, gearing up, like, Rambo yeah, style. Totally it's a fucking montage yeah. from Evil Dead 2. Yeah. She's and getting ready for war against the demons. Guys. Yeah. Save some room for the Lord. Yeah, she does. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that whole part was kind of goofy. Like, and it kind of goes for, like, a Lost Boys kind of vibe for a little bit because yeah. where they're just, like, holy water in this, like, squirt gun. Like, super Soaker. That. Super Soaker. Super yeah. Soakers that were brand new back then. I had that same Super Product Soaker placement. as a kid. Yeah. Product placement for Super Soaker in Night of the Demons 2. I don't think so. <laughs> don't so let's let, let, let's go to Night of the Demons 3. Well, before Do you we... have any more on on this, Ace? Did you want to, uh, uh, do you want to expound uh, on uh, The only Night thing I wanted to do... We'll let Dave read the back of the box after you're done. The snake at the end of it, where oh, she turns into the snake. That, that is amazing. The picture's on the back of the box, by That's the way. That's good. The CGS, well, not to spoil the very end of the movie, but like where she opens the thing up and it's like, CGI snake, like right <laughs> in your face. I'm just like, you had to, that's just like the end of the movie. You could have just ended it, but you threw that goofy, like Mortal Kombat snake at the end of it. Yeah, there's there's some bad effects, but the Steve Johnson's effects still hold up. The the teeth still look great. The Yeah, the, everything the, looks great. Uh, uh, Mimi Kincaid's fucking, I don't know, like a dragon snake monster demon. Somehow, by the way, they were able to get the demons out of Hull House. By the way, we haven't even touched on that because we're kind of oh. just going through the sequels and stuff. Do you remember? She how? Stole, they stole the, the lipstick. lipstick. She took the That's lipstick right. out. It was a vessel for demons. Oh my god! It's and like, it looks like uh, Suzanne's lipstick from the first film yeah. to me. It's like you know That's how you walk into an abandoned house and you just find some lipstick and you just put it on and then take it with you. That's what I noticed. When <laughs> yeah, that's just yeah, that old chestnut. <laughs> you yeah. want demons? This is how you get this demons. Is how you get demons. <laughs> then they take it back to the house. Dave, read us the back of the box. The teenagers from Saint Rita's Academy think it would be great. To, think it would think it would be killer to party at the haunted house, and they're right. Bad girl Shirley and her boyfriend have some special party games planned, but when Angela. The hostess from hell unleashes her own brand of trick-or-treat. Teen lust quickly turns to sheer terror. When the kids escape to a church dance, they went to the church dance. They, they, went to they the do church go to the church dance. dance. Well, at the end, yeah. <laughs> they think they've got it made, but the real battle just begins because Angela is summoning her army of teen demons for a blood-curdling contest between the priest and the princess of darkness. In this supernatural extravaganza of eye-popping effects and head-turning horror, ninety-six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the information, there, Dave. The uh, best part about the cover of that movie is the slow, the uh, load on the front of it. It just says Angela's throwing another party. Another <laughs> like, party. Oh, wow. and she's eating a cake pop, I think. I don't know. And this was actually oh, yeah. written by Kevin Tenney. Was it? Yeah. I thought, well, maybe I'm thinking of the part three. No, part no, three. this yeah. isn't. This was actually written by Joe Augustine and uh, James Penzi, which is his only fucking film he ever did. You, there you go, Joe yeah. Penzi fans. <laughs> um, as far as part three goes, don't have much for it. Uh, again, well, I didn't get to watch it. I didn't think that you all had. I've seen it a couple times. Also known as Demon House. It's uh, like the guys, the most memorable part is the guys, they rob the convenience store and then they're... 
they act they shoot the cop and then the cop had a bulletproof vest on this is the greatest plot ever and then they try they're like running away and they end up going to whole house and meet up with these other people and oh my god ace that's i mean i can't remember a whole <laughs> lot of halloween nights okay. there's probably a reason why you can only buy this for 50 dollars on dvd that's out of print it's hard to find and it's and this one actually is written by kevin tenney and the screensaver <laughs> or the beginning of the movie looks like a screensaver by the way and like the music from nypd blue <laughs> that was that was were my notes. Okay, it, the it's not it, the quality level is even worse. Kevin Tenney actually thought this was going to be a good movie. That's why he contributed to it. Um, it's super super nineties. Like if you want to watch a nineties movie, if you can find this movie, yeah. this is the movie for you. Um, just like the just like the original was super eighties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was though. It, was. it definitely was. Um, let's see. Uh, the the thing I remember that I when I rewatched it is like. The Hull House by this time has been torn down in in reality. It's now I think it's called a Ralph's, like a, one of those like department stores. Uh, it's like Ralph's from like uh, Big Lebowski, right? Okay, <laughs> yeah. The real the real Hull House yeah. has, has been torn down, and, and that's what it is now. So they took the old exteriors of Hull House, and that's what you see. And then when they go in, it's like a brand new fucking house. Yeah, it makes no sense. They yeah. tried to add some cool lighting. This is someone's mansion. Yeah, and then. Here's the funny thing: they'll 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 pop those scenes in of Angela floating down the hallways <laughs> with all the rotten hallways, yeah. and then she turns and it's like what beautiful yeah. bleached walls and like somebody's real house. Um, let's see, the the, mo- the kids are mostly annoying. That's why I have some notes here. Yeah, the effects aren't great. They're not as good as the first ones. The first two, I don't. No, no, no. This movie was made for much less money. Uh, the the shootout you're talking about at the very beginning of the movie makes no sense. Okay, the kids go to just go buy some beer illegally. Yeah. Um. One guy's like, "Here's my ID." And he's like, "What are you? This, this is bullshit." And of course, the guy who kind of look reminds looks like Dan Roebuck from um, Devil's Rejects or something. Yeah. Um. He's the strip club manager in Devil's Rejects. Yeah. It looks just like him. And then one of the kids just pulls his, his shotgun away, shoot, starts shooting everybody. Cops showed up. People get shot. People yeah. go through a window, and it's like, I just wanted beer. Yeah, <laughs> what, are you, what are you fucking doing, man? So they have to take off. They take off, and who? Where do they end up? Fucking Hall House. Yeah, yeah. That that's fun. Let's go there. And they know the legend of Hall House. Maybe they thought cops couldn't cross running water. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time a cops co- are demons, Dave? Yeah, when was the last time a cop went to to Hall House? It's been years. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I, if, if you were getting chased by a cop, I'm pretty sure if it was like a large body of water, it's like ah, fuck it. <laughs> So uh, Amelia does another dance, and to I mean she's obviously thirty, and this guy looks like he's eighteen. Cool. Yeah. She looks nothing. Like, her dress is different. She's not wearing the tiara. Um, they didn't care. That's what I meant. Like earlier when we talked about Night of the Demons, like then the sequels, they just didn't care about continuity. Some people are just like that. Yeah. There's a lot of years in between Have the sequels. Some, this one came out in '97. Yeah, like the second one came out in '94. It doesn't take much to pull up so, a fucking VHS yeah. and go back when you're writing a screenplay and go, well, whatever. This doesn't make sense. Or like her makeup looks way different. It is. Yeah. It's way different, and they only shoot it in close up. Yeah. Uh, when I don't you like see that. It, when you see it's, I mean, it doesn't look awful, but it's like. They filmed all of her makeup scenes in one night with black behind her and close up of her face. That was it. Yeah. Um, let's see. I, there's so many things about this movie that nobody's going to understand because it's so hard to get a hold of. Um, they forget. Okay. 
they make the black guy who gets shot in the stomach like Reservoir Dog style in the movie. He's you know, his guts are fucking blown out. But, but and they, anytime he turns into a demon, he's pop locking. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, guys, you couldn't have done. That's not a good look. Yeah. And then the only time he gets up, he's he's moaning like he's having some weird fucking orgasm through the whole movie. And then he gets beckoned. I remember this by Angela, and he's like, "I'm horny enough to be. I'm okay now." And he just gets up and he runs around and then he gets killed. He gets ran over by a van and then he becomes a demon that way. And yeah. then he's literally doing like breakdancing moves. I'm like, mm, yeah. so they, they I'm broke- going to finish this fucking movie, but not a good look, guys. Yeah. So they broke the makeout rule. He has to make out or be bitten by a demon, guys. Just remember that. So Night of the Demons 3, if you can find it, <clears throat> seek it out. It, you might not. I don't hate it. No, I mean I'll it's, watch it. It takes again. A, it takes I mean, a lot I... for me to hate a movie, but that that part of them making the black guy have to like pretty much break dance everywhere he goes when he's a demon. I was yeah. like, that's not cool. It but... wasn't cool at all. Let's move on to two thousand nine. Yeah, this I, is. Uh, hmm. I watched this for the first time yesterday. So. Holy it's, shit! It's yeah. not... okay. I'm excited because I didn't know that. I've still I saw it when it first came out. I it got Kevin Tenney and um, Steve Johnson both liked the remake. Yeah. Um, but mm. I don't know why. Yikes! It's not. It's not. It's, it's really not that bad. But I look get, at all these movies as if there's nothing before that, even if it's a remake. You yeah. get it. You get a Linnea Quigley cameo. It sucks. She's in the movie for less than two seconds, and it's in the first five minutes of the film. Yes. Yeah. She is wearing her kind of her costume in this. Yes. So <clears throat> this movie works a little bit different. So this movie, you have Shannon Elizabeth, who is Angela. Yep. Who worked at Taco Bell. <laughs> Who worked at Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> She's having a party at Hall House. Another party? <laughs> She's having a party at Hall House. One more party. But this so is the first one. Since this remake. is the first one. It's a remake. So Angela's having a party. It's a reimagined party. party a party at Hall House. And uh, Edward Furlong, who's her ex-boyfriend and a meth dealer, apparently. Yeah. Pretty haggard in this movie too. <laughs> I made. I, I was talking to Steve earlier. I made the joke. It's, it's probably inappropriate, but they didn't even have, like Edward Furlong. Just sold, showed up to the set to sell people meth. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, hey, just, they're like, oh. hey, they're like, hey. Uh, here's a script. You want to be in this movie? Why oh. did he even have to be in this movie? Because you already got Shane and Elizabeth. That's some name recognition. Who's going to see this movie and be like, oh, Edward Furlong? In 2009, yeah. I want to watch this. He Haggard John he, Connor. He, this is the movie he met Monica Keenan on, and they've been together since. And <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of bad. There, he's if you want to get personal in these people's lives, it's it doesn't really it's no one's business. But sometimes I like to know what the fuck is going on if I'm going to support someone. Yeah, it's he has been arrested many times for domestic abuse, and they're he, still together. She still supports him. Yeah. That's their prerogative. Monica, for the Freddy versus Jason Monica? Yes. Wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah, she's the star of this movie. Yeah. And he they, they met on this set, and, you know, it's love at first punch, I guess. I don't he got, fucking know, man. He oh. got arrested in Kentucky for trying to, like, steal lobsters from a tank in a Walmart to, like, free them. Yeah. Or something. Hey, man, I've been on hard times. I've been Which, homeless. I understand yeah. being fucked by the world, but a lot of his choices are his own. Yeah. And uh, I'm not going to get into this. <laughs> so back to Nine of the Demons. Yeah, so anyways, right. Angela, Shannon, Elizabeth is having this party. She's having she, an actual party yeah, because this, there's more this, than six people this, there. This one's a fucking rager, man. Like yeah. there are people dancing everywhere and there's, you know, they fucking shots. They got a bartender and everything. Guess this what? This one's set in New Orleans. They moved, or New Orleans. I'll redeem yeah. myself from the last episode. New Orleans. I got, I got a <laughs> message <laughs> on our, our Gore Club, on the YouTube channel. It was like, by the way, it's New Orleans. New Orleans. You don't All say right. New Orleans, white boy. <laughs> I was like, okay. It wasn't like, wait, it was pretty funny, whoever they sent it to me. But thank you. 
So you're correct. So cops can apparently cross water because in this. Well, actually, you know what? They don't even establish the water in this one. So fuck it. We still don't know if cops can walk, pass over running water. <laughs> this movie was made for ten million dollars. It was made for ten million dollars, and it's a lot more. That is more than all three of the other the previous movies combined. It's insane. They <laughs> so, spent it all on the soundtrack, by the way, which kicks ass. Yeah, the soundtrack yeah. is is. is Eight like, million dollars of yeah, that it's went like to typo, Peter Steele. Typo negative. I <laughs> You've mean, got forty-five grave, uh, concrete blonde, the ghastly ones, haunted garage, TSOL, Lindsay thirteen, typo negative, and goat whore. Goat whore. Yeah, it's a really good soundtrack because I was watching it the other day for the, for the podcast, and Rachel was in the other room. She's like, "Is that Wednesday thirteen? Is yeah, that typo man. negative?" I'm like, "Yeah, I forgot all these written." Anyways, cops it's come. Kind of a throwback to an '80s soundtrack. Yeah. It's great. It is. Yeah, and goat whore's from New Orleans, so it fits. Yeah, New Orleans. <laughs> you said were, it correctly. They were just. <laughs> they were just playing down the street, and they were like, fuck it. So, same thing. Party, it's broken up, and then there's seven people left, right? Yeah. They they hid and refer along through his meth to the basement, and then they have to go to the basement to find his meth. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and there are seven people, which is the exact same thing in yes. the first film. So seven people. So, they, they find a room with fucking seven skeletons. <laughs> Seven skeletons in the room. And I'm like, laughing because my favorite yeah. line comes from this scene. Go Where's ahead. the Roger in this movie where you found skeletons? You found dead bodies in the basement. You're like, I'm out of here, man. It's no. Edward Furlong. He does try to leave. Yeah, he's trying to leave. The sensible Edward Furlong. The sensible meth addict. Edward he's the black pirate. Yeah, he, uh, he's uh, he's something. Anyway, so she and Elizabeth tries to steal uh, a skeleton's gold tooth, and it bites her. Yeah. You're looking for. You're I got nothing, say, say, baby. I just. Yeah. I, I remember the scene being too. so fucking funny because she's. Yeah. I guess she's so hard up for money because the reason she does this, she's an event planner, Angela, Shannon Elizabeth's character. So this is the this is the this is the party. It's like she needs to make money, or her and her awesome cat are going to be on the street. That's the whole yeah. beginning of the movie, and then. Um, the cops bust in because she was charging a door. Tiffany Shippis is and doing the door. Lovely yeah. Tiffany Shippis. And she, she runs fucking, off with the fucking money. She takes off with a shit ton of their money. So she's fucked. So, yeah, she sees a dead a skeleton with fangs on this basement floor of this house. That gold she tooth. With, yeah, with a gold tooth. And she's like, I'm taking it. Yeah. <laughs> and she gets bitten. And, yeah, and it bites her. Yeah. It bites her. Now you're a demon. I hope yeah. you're happy. And they even say that fucking skeleton just bit you. Yeah. Like, it's, okay, let's go. Let's go now. Let's go. So home. this movie sort of plays out like the other one. Um, but it's very demons. It's, 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 it, it is. Like demons, like the Fult- uh, yeah. I keep saying Fulci, but Bava. <laughs> Bava. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very much like the Bava demons. Um, so they establish in this one uh, that the demons are outcasts from hell. Like, they were so bad, they got, they got cast out. They have a backstory. No, story. there's a no. quote on that scene where they go, what kind of demons get cast out of hell? And then one of them, the girls goes, these ones. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the line you went with? These ones? <laughs> these ones. I'm like, you could have like idiot. Like somebody heard that and they're like, Keep people, it in the movie. People die. We'll keep pretty- oh, also, 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 you can be turned on and turned by a demon by fucking a demon. Because in this in one, the he, ass. in the ass, because sh- uh, there was a sex scene and a guy was turned turned into a demon, and uh, she's just on all fours, and she's like, "If you're gonna put it in there, you're gonna have to." And then it just goes straight in, and she's a demon. All she's a demon. I mean, if I'm gonna be a demon, I'm, that's how I'm gonna spread the spread the wealth. Spread the wealth, but uh, safe sex. Well, the thing, yeah. I like that Shannon. They kind of kept it where it's Shannon Elizabeth. She gets possessed first in this one instead of the Suzanne character, which is the name is in this character. Mm-hmm. I mean, in this in this film, and it's she uses her kiss to infect the first guy who fucks 
his ex girlfriend in the yes. uh, in the other part of her anatomy. But the uh, but yeah, cool. so so the demons are, are trying to find a way back into hell because they want to go back for some fucking reason. Fuck Earth, man! And the only way they can do it is if they possess seven people on Halloween. On Halloween, so it's the same thing. Uh, but they do bring back the lipstick scene. It's a little bit different. One of the characters one of the characters walks into the bathroom and he sees he sees he sees uh the Suzanne character yeah. sitting there and she's got the lipstick and she shoves it in her boob like 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 Linnea. That's very, very it's and then she's and then and then she's uh sitting there or standing up or something and like she's blood starts the sink, yeah. yeah, blood starts rushing yeah. out of her, her crotch area and then the fucking lipstick just falls out and he just runs away, which is an appropriate response. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he walks he, into the next room and he says, I think there's something wrong with he's her. Like, he's like, he's there's so, something wrong. So he's like he's like he's like she shoved lipstick in her boob and it fell out of her pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that is the exact line from the movie. Yeah, yeah it no is. embellishment. Delivered the exact same way. But so the movie goes oh, and they have to they have to kill they have to they have to they have to possess everybody. Yeah. But soon soon enough you get their version of Doogie Hauser. Yes, yeah, that's right. Doctor. Oh, yeah. that's right. And then you get Edward Furlong, and then you get uh, Edward Maddie. Furlong is just dressed up as a drug dealer. Yeah, yeah. he's just drug. Monica Keenan is like, I guess, a zombie, a hot, really yeah. fucking hot yes. zombie. And, and then and two then, cats. <laughs> yeah, I call them cat cleavage. The, yeah. the cat cleavage twins. Oh yeah. So, you know, I, I didn't finish rewatching it because, uh, oh, fuck, I had some other. Else to do. <laughs> well, I didn't think I didn't think we'd go that far into this movie. Well, that, <laughs> well I definitely wanted to touch upon it. Oh yeah, I remember the demon orgy. That's about time I was like, oh, oh, I don't yeah. really have time. They're for this. playing. I have to go back a bit. There's my favorite scene. It has my favorite line from Edward Furlong is they're playing spin the bottle after they just discovered all of the fucking corpses in the basement. They can't get out, by the way. Yeah. So they're just like, well, we're fucked. Let's just hang out in the house and play spin the bottle. And Edward Furlong is like, you know what sucks, man? There are dead bodies in the basement, and you guys are playing fucking spin the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sums up most of this movie. Yeah. yeah. Then they make those two guys kiss. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so homophobic. I'm yeah, like, wow, guys. <laughs> Three, two, one. Yeah. Yeah. And they kind of dragged it out a bit, Matt. It's like, yeah. yeah, this is this isn't you know. Come on. It's like it's like using the, the fag word in part three or part yeah. two a million times. Yeah, it's yeah. very much a product of his time, and you can tell this is 2009. We're still yeah, have not still. got here to the yeah. point where. Come on, grow up, man! You're not even. This is not even high school people. These are yeah. fucking obviously college age kids who all like, fuck each other. It's like we're all at this party wanting to fucking suck. So let's go. <laughs> right. <laughs> that should have been the tagline. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of Evil Dead, there's a whole scene in the basement where like the the roots of the house try to kill everybody. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, they're trying to. They remember there's a tunnel that connects them to the next land, so they're trying to figure out a way. The demons are all over the place, and the demons decide to crawl on the ceiling, which is the slowest way to get to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're just walking down the hallway. They literally could have walked faster. They, they could have. These demons don't know what they're doing. They don't they burn cardio weird ways. Yeah. yeah. But well, Monica Keenan is great. This was before Freddy versus Jason. Um, the, she had done mostly television and a couple of bit parts in like teen movies and things like that. What do you got, was, Ace? Uh, oh, well, I was going to say, like, Shane and Elizabeth, like, in the first, the original one, like, Amelia and Kate looks like she was like, it's like, oh, it's just like they get an actual goth. Like, she looks goth and kind of like spooky. Whereas, like, Shane and Elizabeth, Shane and Elizabeth in this movie looks like. 
they just went to Spirit Halloween and got a goth costume and put it on her yeah. with like a really shitty wig. And maybe, was like, maybe they stopped by Hot Topic. <laughs> yeah, it was like got some uh, fishnets from Hot Topic, and then they were like, hey, dance to this typo negative song you've probably never heard before. Exactly. <laughs> Where yeah. like the first one, I think they're like, maybe Amelia Kincaid did listen to Bauhaus. She kind of looks like she could dance to it. <laughs> The quality of the film is actually pretty good. The effects are good. I think the 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 the, the gut wrenching scenes, like when she rips off, she bites off Suzanne's face. Yes, oh, that's yeah. the best like demon that. in the whole movie. And yes. then when Edward Furlong, I'm not. We're, we're going to spoil the fuck out of this movie. Everybody dies. Um, but Edward Furlong and the guy who plays the uh, Dookie Hauser role, they have the worst demon faces. It's the cheapest, shittiest mask they could have found. Yeah. And they just yeah. painted them with some blood. And I was like, I guess they were needing a couple of extra kills in this movie. And well, there's like tons of digital effects where they just, instead of just doing makeup on somebody, it's just like CGI face. And yeah. it's like really annoying. I yeah. hate that. The, uh, the bleeding room scene, there's all these things. If you have not seen the, the, the Night of the Demons remake, you should... Try to just check it out. You might all the eyes are digital. Like all the all the demon eyes. Yeah, are they really are digital. Yeah, the budget was fucking ten million dollars. It only made sixty four thousand. Well, I mean, yeah, it I should mean. have. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember yeah. when it came out of the video store. I was like, "Fuck it, I'll watch it." And the I cover. I mean, even the cover of it, like even the artwork for the box. I remember seeing that. It's just kind of like some hands coming out of the ground. Yeah. yeah. It's like, even that's just not even like you'd walk right past that scene in a store somewhere. Mm. Yeah. Which in 2009 was about the end of a video store almost. So didn't, oh, didn't yeah. do much for me. No. And they, the, you're right. I don't know. I'm just looking at pictures in this movie. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. awful. Well, that's our, I guess we should wrap this up for night, our night of the demons episode, which is interesting to say the least. Yeah. We love the first movie. That's why we spent all of our time and, and, and most of our notes and our homework on that. And I, I knew we were just going to kind of touch on the other ones. Um, so that's it. That, that was the whole plan and, uh, mission accomplished as George Bush would say. Yeah. No. <laughs> well. Awful, Steve. Awful. Yeah, that, that 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 that's it. Um, so, uh, who's your favorite character from the? I whole knew you were gonna franchise. do that to me, you <laughs> fucking dick. From the whole franchise, not from the first movie, but okay. I'm I mean, Roger. Well, Roger's mine too. Okay, well then I'll go Suzanne because I like Lynette quickly, but it doesn't make sense. Okay. No, you know what? I'll, I'm gonna go with uh, Mimi, Mimi Kincaid. She doesn't get enough love in these movies, and she's the fucking she's the whole reason that like you see the movie posters. She's the star. Amelia Kincaid. The pet whisperer. You know what I think about that pet whispering <laughs> thing? You think she shows her animals her movies and asks them how she did? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know how this works. I'm sorry. Maybe that's ignorant of me. I don't know. But I'm, I'm going to go with Roger because Roger is the most realistic character from any horror film. And it's not like even they, were, they weren't even trying to be goofy with it. He's just like, fuck this and gone. Yeah. Like, I'm sure the dude got the script and be like, so I live. And there's no catch. I'm just <laughs> run away from everything. Okay, I'm yeah. going to go with Sister Gloria then, damn it. She's like the fucking evil. That's a close she's, second. She's Ash. And we're like, what's his face from uh, Demons? Like, you know, he becomes like the samurai sword and the motorcycle. Yeah. Like, her, her suiting up, changing her habit, and getting, getting, getting like, in like, Almost a uh, brain dead mode. Like I kick ass for the fucking yeah. Lord. She's like ninety of the demons too. Back in the habit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Exactly. Ace. Ace doesn't have to answer. Huh? I'm, I'm going to go with Franny. Franny. Franny? I'm go with Franny. Are you serious? She's hot. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I do. Right, yeah, she didn't. She didn't have... get enough respect. She's barely in the movie. That's <laughs> true. This could have been a big thing for her, but they fucked it up. She's also in Sleepaway Camp Three, which is cool. Oh, Jill is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, the more you know, the more you know. Ding. We're here to inform you as well as make you mad at us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess let's get out of here, guys. Thank you all for tuning in. This was uh, this is one of our Halloween episodes. Um, Dave, take us out of here. You can find us on, well, you've already found us if you're listening, but you can also find us on Anchor FM, Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, Apple Podcast, CastBox, YouTube, Facebook, uh, MySpace. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're now in 35 countries. 35. What was the new one? I don't remember. I like oh. that you're looking up from my, like, my list to be updated. It's not. Bulgaria? That was that was two months ago. Man, that's somebody. That's, <laughs> that's, that's got to be weird. Hi, Bulgaria. Love you guys. We're out of here. Bye. Bye.